I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. 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 black man, black man, I'm sorry. Welcome back to another episode of Black Man Do Talk, where we have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective. It's your boy, Caleb Edward Lee Berry. What's poppin', everybody? It's your boy, Trey. Street Hounds. You know You're what it is. Already. You're How fellas doing? Doing good, bro. Doing good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's been a long week. All right. It's been a productive week, but it's been, a, it's been a long one. We like productivity. Huh? I said we like productivity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a lot of stuff done, especially with the business. And so That's good. we talked about it last week, but the, the, the price is going up. So I'm like, all right, Lord, bring in the clients. There we go. Bring in the clients. There we go. There we so go. So I'm here for it, man. It's a good yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah, you man. cut your hair. We ain't talking about that. Yeah, I cut it last week, but I did cut it. Dang. Sure. <laughs> Not the fade. She said yes. The fade. Not the fade. Not the fade. So you like the short hair more than the hair? But she's biased, bro. Don't blow us into her. Indeed. She's biased. <laughs> she gave a whole clap for that. Yeah, start wave capping it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I already kind of see the uh, the yeah, wind blowing just a little bro. bit. Yeah. See, I, I, know you, I know you actually care about your waves when I see like a little crease in the front of your head. I don't see that yet. Oh, because I, I took the, yeah. the do-rag off it's, at time. It's got to stay on mm. 20 hours of the day. No, sir. <laughs> you only get four <laughs> hours of break. And then you brush it while it's on there. <laughs> I, I care about my You my brush it while it's on there. If you I ain't doing that, you ain't doing it right. Ain't no more circulation, bro. Nah. It comes with a cost. It comes with I a cost. a crease on the forehead. Bro, dreads come with a cross. Uh, 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 I said a cross. Cross your dreads. Dreads yes. is a true yes. story. You were right, sir. <laughs> and so do the waves. Is the cost brain damage? Look, man. Hey, if that's what it takes, <laughs> if that's what it takes, indeed. Shoot, Mitchell, man. how are you? I'm good, man. Good week. You know what I'm saying? Um, Curve ball strong, but you know what I'm saying? I feel like God opening up windows and other doors. So you can still hit a curveball. You know exactly. It's a little different. Absolutely. Still hit a curveball. Right. Did you say our windows? Gracious, too? Our very gracious host Nia and Black Lit. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yes. Open up the spot every week, every week. She yes. was looking like awkward. Ah, but they can't see you, Nia. Don't we appreciate awkward. you. Can we? Can I shout you out real quick, Nia? We love you, black you just, woman. Oh, you double down. Yeah, the 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 thingy. Okay, Nia was selected to be a part. Oh yeah. Of the Mavs Business Assist. So she's a part of the cohort. And they select specific uh, small business owners in the area, and they take them in. It's a year-long process, and they get all these different tools to help them uh, in their in their journey with their business, man. So she was selected, and it, it wasn't for everybody. Everybody didn't get picked. So shout out to Nia for getting selected. Indeed, shout yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. You know, Joanna, you got to meet Avery. Joanna, shout out to Joanna. Did you get to meet Avery? Avery. Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson ain't been part of. He's, he's a part of. Is he still affiliated? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, like some of the like, so the way behind every door gets their funding is because Avery Johnson is I on, on the board, and so he's oh, he's on the board. Oh. He's, he's on the board of, uh, behind every door. He's on the board of behind every but door. But that's how the Mavs donated to the organization because the Mavs. Shot the Mavericks coach Avery. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mavs been doing some crazy things in the in the community. Absolutely. They gave us a computer lab. Yeah, the man. Whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Shout to let's see the Mavs. On, Mavs. Give the black man do talk. It. Feel me. <laughs> For real, yeah, yeah. help us. Let me need a new Please. rug. I need a new rug. 
I need, <laughs> we need a lot. <laughs> Go right here. Cover up these wires. <laughs> we got to do something about that, too. Indeed. What about you, man? Where you at? How you doing? Why am I so loud? Uh, I think it's, yeah, turn the speaker down. Turn the speaker down, yeah. Okay, first, no, no, turn not loud down. enough. Next thing, too loud. No, no, turn the speaker down. I did. Oh, you did? Okay, that's good. Two notches. Yeah. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, life is good. Life's a little busy. October's about to be pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's all good. I'm thankful for all the different opportunities. I'm thankful for, uh, yeah, just all the lessons I'm learning right now. So, mm-hmm. doing good, man. Doing yeah. good. What's one of those lessons? I'm learning that there's a fine balance between holding yourself accountable and giving yourself grace. But the way to make that, to make walking that line a little easier is to do a little bit every day. Mm-hmm. So on the days when I, when I, when I know I'm not tapping in with like my photography stuff or the days I'm not tapping in with like getting everything done with I need to do at work, I see it pile up. And then that's when I get into those modes of like, dang, like I'm super hard on myself. But I've really, really been reminded that like the picture is big, but when you take like a piece of it at a time, it's easier to like to digest it. You just take it day by day. You know what I'm saying? That's, that verse, uh, Matthew chapter six at the end where it talks about like, you know, tomorrow has enough troubles of his own. Like, worry about today, man. Yeah. So like I just take every day and I do a little bit. I tap in with everything that I got going. Okay, did I do this? Did I do this? Did I do this? Okay, did I do a little bit here? Mm-hmm. Let me tap in over here. Did I do a little bit there? And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't try to complete or knock out one big thing every day. I just try to knock out a little bit every, at a time. That's dope. So you look up, you do that, you know, two, three months in a row, you'll be super productive, more productive than you've ever been. So That's good, man. Yeah. that's, that's What about you, Street? What, what you learning? Anything from, Sir from the Lord? He been getting you right this week. Anything from God. Brother Hems. I think it's just seasonal, just seeing how God doesn't show favor through merit. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. That's That's really good. Favorite by God, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm one of God's favorites, so I'm cool with that. Indeed. Indeed. So it makes me his goodness is leading me to repentance. (laughs) I'm here for it. Alright. What? Take it away. He the brought you brought it up. Look, oh, no. right, so we on the oh, topic. No, 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 this no, no, has no, been no. a year. Yeah, but he brought it up though. He brought it back up. He brought it back up. But he actually no 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 no. He brought it back up one, but he also like presented it. Presented it when it came out the first time. And so this is accurate. It came out. I did. No puns, right? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. He pointed it out. He really did. But let's get it. What, what yeah, are we on today? It's just a simple question. Um, it's not simple. I mean, it's a it's simple in its statement. <laughs> not simple in its What question is so not what is simple it? in its statement? My bad. Keep going. My yeah, bad. I was about to say Don't go too deep in it. It's... <laughs> You Jesus. know he's a words guy. God, hey, yeah. And we actually disagreed on this. One. That was a good A.O. That was a good A.O. Unnecessary, but you know, we disagree on it. We never talked about it. We slightly did, yeah. We did, okay. Anyway, okay, so the question at hand is Would you attend a same sex marriage, a same sex wedding, if it was a friend or family member? Yes or no, and like, tell me why. 
And you stated. I asked the question, brother. I don't got to answer first. <laughs> you got to answer. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, so for me, it's it's a no. And the reason why it's a no, even if I love them. But I, let, me, let me actually say this first. If you have somebody um, as a believer and one of your friends is asking you to go to their wedding and it's a same-sex um, marriage, uh, a piece of me... A piece of me actually has a little bit of joy because it's like, this is potentially what happened. You love them so well as friends, even as a believer, you know what I'm saying? Not even as a believer, but you love them so well as friends, even though you may have disagreed with them to where they saw fit to even ask you to even come be a part of that for them. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because, again, it's like we're able to, as believers, be with people who are walking in a particular lifestyle that is against God. We can do it in a way that's loving and still obedient to God, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, but there's also another side of that as well. But the reason why I'm not going um, is because when you get invited to a wedding, it is a celebration of two people that are coming together. You know what I'm saying? Um, and regardless of what it is, if, if you go to a birthday party, you're celebrating this person because they turned another age. If you go to this little baby shower, it's because somebody had a baby and you're celebrating that. Um, when you go to a wedding, you're celebrating these two couples you know what i'm saying like that's what that wedding invitation is saying come join us as we celebrate the marriage of so-and-so or so-and-so he and he or she and she or them and they you know what i'm saying if you yeah in 2023 welcome it's so like i'm not and because the lord has a standard for marriage which is he and her <laughs> Um, I'm going to stick with that. You know, one what I'm he saying? and one her, one he and one her. And so, but again, I, but I think if there, if, if I did get that invite, there would definitely be a a conversation that I would have with them. A why I wouldn't? You know what I'm saying? And I think if they've been, if they're inviting me to this, I'm pretty sure we had this conversation before. But yeah, street. Hear yours. I want to hear yours. As I want to hear yours. Oh right, my God! I'm about to go back and forth with you. Yes, please. Um, Praise God. I don't know. It would. De- I think it's. That's a tough one for me. I'll be honest. I think that would that to me would be like case by case, because um, even like with the thought of like what you're saying, it's a celebration. Um, I think to me, there's another piece that I consider from my perspective of like the relationship, um, and so. I would definitely consider it. I would definitely consider it. I think that would be something I would have to pray through and it wouldn't be like a blanket yes or blanket no. For me, I think it's it's what role has this person played in my life, right? If it's like a friend I haven't talked to in several years and they're like, hey, I'm getting married, it'd be like, nah, man, like probably not. But if somebody I have like a real deep relationship with for whatever reason, um, whether that be through years of friendship and they've been struggling with this or like, you know, maybe we just walking together because we're in a close community, whatever, whatever it may be. If I have that real deep relationship and it's a real connection, um, I would have to really heavily consider that because I know pers- I personally know um, of, a, of a of a of a man who was in that lifestyle and God brought him out to the point of like engagement. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, I always struggle with the, I want to stay close. Right. But then also there's a point where it's like, 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rest their salvation on our relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think it's a it's a give and take. I definitely think it would just be like a willy nilly. Oh yeah, I go. Um, I think it would take some real thought, some real prayer, some real consideration um, in that answer. Um, because for me, it's not as simple as like, and not to say yours is simple, but mm-hmm. like that perspective of you know we're celebrating X, Y, and Z. We're ce- it's a celebration of God's institution of marriage because in my mind, like one place it goes is like, okay, well, are we not going to, let's say you have a friend who's an atheist, are you not going to his marriage? His wedding ceremony? You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody who has been walking in sin, are you not, I mean, you said it's a celebration. And so I'm just saying that's common things I hear. For sure. So I'm like, where does the line draw? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's, for me, it's more personal. It's more like, what 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 about this relationship mm-hmm. has garnered me enough like <sighs> emotion to like okay yeah I'll go yeah. like what what is it, what does our relationship look like I think it starts there for me uh, but yeah I was about to say when it if it's an atheist if it's an atheist woman and an atheist man get, getting together and they're my friend I'm gonna go because that's something that the Lord actually established man and woman you know what I'm saying did God bring them together hmm. Did God bring them together? Did God bring them together? Like, because they got married. Is that like a, still a holy union? They atheists. So same thing with Muslims? Man and woman. I'm, I'm, I, I would stand on ah, that piece. As long as, as long as it's man and woman, you always show up. Because when the Lord comes in, he can work with that. But he would split up a, a man and a man and a woman and a woman. But if it's people who literally don't recognize the Lord's existence, mm-hmm. you would... Is that not celebrating? Celebrating what? You're celebrating a couple who's getting married that's not even recognizing the institution. But if the Lord established a man and a woman being married, is that not? Did he establish any man and any woman being married? Did he? I'm asking you, nigga. I don't think he did. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't <laughs> say every time, no. But at the end of the day, I would... I would still attend that one because that's actually something that I can for sure be redeemed. Okay, question, Ooh. question, question, question. Can you right. redeem a man on man? Wait, wait, let me ask you a question. Let me, it's it's you a tough are, question. For the Lord, you don't you, have to answer. For the you glory are, of the you Lord. You are redeemable until you're dead. You can't redeem a, uh, you are redeem- a homosexual relationship. The, As in like, the person is the person, redeemable yes. until we know they this. are dead. That is basic. That's basic. We're it's talking about it. It's because you're not making it before the Lord if you're atheist. So it's not a well, covenant. A covenant is anything. I, I can make a covenant with you without having to do anything with God. Like it's but a, I'm saying in this context, he's saying it's a, a, a covenant with the Lord. So if it's just any covenant, the Lord. I didn't say that was a covenant with the Lord. I'm just saying like it's he, if it's a man and a woman, for sure. If it's a man and a woman. You, you acknowledge that atheist was a covenant and hmm? Muslims was a covenant. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So it's but we're talking about a covenant with the Lord. I, we're, not, we're not talking about that. Yeah. He's saying. He's not. That's what I'm no, saying. Are, you, are you saying that. Because it's man and woman, that's the only reason you would go? Yeah, and if they're friends of mine, for the relationship's sake in that space, yes. And so, and so question, mm-hmm. let's sure. say, we talked about this You earlier. still haven't answered. We'll get to that. No, um, no, 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 no. Answer the question. Answer the question? Yes. One of my favorite movies is uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And there's a scene where it's three fellas that just escaped from jail, mm-hmm. Pete, Everett, and Delmar, are fighting for who's going to lead. And mm-hmm. Pete says, I feel like I should be the leader, so I'm voting for, you, for myself and yours truly. And then Everett said, I'm voting for yours truly. 
And then Delmar looked up and said, well, I'm with you fellers. Basically, he said he, he ain't about to answer the question straight up. I'm with you fellers. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with both of y'all. Um, what, do you, what do you mean you were both of us? I'm, I'm, I'm like you're either, you're either way? You could go either way? So I, I, it's, it's this exceptional concept, right? So I think that uh, as a rule, no. But um, I'd be hard-pressed to stay logically consistent and biblically consistent yeah. without having exceptions, which yeah. is why I was going to ask my question. For sure. So Let's before, just before, say. Before you, before no, no, I, just make sure, I know I just want to make sure I'm understanding you so far. So you're saying the rule is no, but you're saying it would be tough for you to stay consistent to your rule if there, without there being exceptions, both log- logically and theologically. Absolutely. So, so okay, which, I got you. for example, yeah, that makes sense. let's just say we've been to weddings before. For sure. Where you ask the bride, hey, how come you're not drinking no champagne? <laughs> <laughs> and she's not drinking champagne for a certain Yo, reason. Y'all know what And it, it is. seems as though that belly look a little bigger than it was when you first started in a relationship. <laughs> right? Yeah. And so you know that this couple's shacking up. Mm-hmm. They're unrepentant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And would you be quicker to attend an unrepentant, sexual, immoral relationship with two people than you would two non-believers mm-hmm. of a, the same-sex marriage? Because it says not to even associate or eat with one of them. Yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't true. go to that one either. With that knowledge? Yeah. No. How common is that, Caleb? Hmm? <laughs> no, no, no. You said with the knowledge of that. Yeah. I, I personally have. If you see. What? <laughs> it don't hold up. I just, it don't hold up. I'm, no, no, no. With the knowledge of it be- happening. Or I'm sorry. With the knowledge of it beforehand, would I go? You Me know personally? about it at that moment. You see you walk up and it's like, hey, the two are wedded. She got the big belly. But wouldn't I know this before the wedding? Yeah, you, you do know it, but what I'm trying to say is like you got the invite, and mm-hmm. if, if this is a friend of yours... Hey, but like I know, know that this whole relationship has been unrepentant of some believers. They're just having sex, yeah. And unrepentant. I'm not going to that. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to that. Consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was just like, I, do I have the knowledge of this? Like, somebody who got the knowledge of this and still goes, yeah, there, there would be no consistency in, consistency yeah, so in that I, at all. Yeah, so I think it's tough for me because, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, how often do it my family members, like I said, like, family members that proclaim to be believers, I've, I've gone to those. I'm like, they're not thinking about abstinence. They're, they're, they're smashing. They're not, sure. they're not caring about that. But sure. they get a pastor to make it official. They mm-hmm. get a pastor to, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? It's the whole shebang of a Christian wedding. Yeah. But if you actually live the Christian lifestyle, that's not checked not on the all. stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you're telling me that you've always attended weddings with the knowledge of, yeah, absolutely. They, they are committed to a repentant lifestyle. That's what's up. I, I, think, that's, I think it's harder. I've only been to one wedding where they were getting married because they were uh, pregnant. That's well, not, so that was a hypothetical aspect. So for example, for me, right? Yeah. Um, Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm in battle rap, right? For sure. And so if I get invited to somebody's wedding, I'm thinking, man, I would love to be a part of this. Now, in battle rap, there are a lot of people who proclaim to be Christian, and they would have a Christian wedding. Yeah. Bro, I know some niggas as vice lords. <clears throat> I know some niggas who's like Crips, Bloods, and they're actively still gangbanging. For sure. And it's like, all right, well, hey, man, just because of your lifestyle decisions, I'm definitely not going to do it. Now, I do think, and this is where I would lean more towards Caleb, I do think that marriage in and of itself is more intense because it's a foundational aspect of creation sure. mm-hmm. yeah. um, between yeah. man and woman. And it's not just something that is 
like, um, I would, which is why I would say there is a, dif- a difference, even though I brought the question myself. It was just hypothetical devil's sure. advocate type thing. I do think the difference in that is it's an unrepentant thing for sure, but there is a irredeemable aspect of the marriage itself. And because the, the marriage itself is irredeemable, I would say is why it would be more intense. Um, but I think my biggest pushback with the question is, as I ask people's whys, the whys seem to note things that as I explore further, it doesn't stay consistent with how sin is presented in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, it's, yeah, it's because, like, keep going, my bad. Keep going. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, as I hear people, you know, it's like, oh, because it's an abomination. I'm like, oh, well, name me another thing in the scripture that's an abomination. And typically, nobody can do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, bro, like, like, there's so many things that are called abominations. Yeah. Your tongue is called an abomination. It said the Lord hates seven things, and it's, that's an abomination. It's an abomination to eat food with blood in it. You know what I'm saying? It's an abomination. It's an abomination to smash while your woman is on her, on her cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, is, is, are, but for some reason, Christians make that redeemable now. So, oh well, I wouldn't do that, but you know, you can do it. No, this is abom. I thought abomination stayed abomination. Nah, nigga. Right, and so for me, I think a misunderstanding of God's intention of marriage is definitely at play. But yeah. trying to connect hard statements with where the scriptures are silent, I'm not really about to do. You know what I'm saying? But I do think it's a question worth exploring. For and sure. I wouldn't always say that I would be hard pressed to draw the hammer down on somebody who would attend a wedding of non-believers. For sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So with, with you, um, when you go to this wedding, what are they viewing your presence there as? Just somebody who's trying to keep a relationship or somebody who's celebrating my relationship with my partner? So I think it's, I think like, like you said, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go or not go without a conversation. Mm-hmm. So I think that's first and foremost. You, I would uh, go about it with having a conversation, and nine times out of ten, if I do decide to do that, um, this person knows clearly where I stand. stand with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, I'm not going to somebody I have three or four separations of you know separations from. Like this is somebody I know. Somebody I know. They know me. I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, it would be an understanding that one. Hey. I don't have to preach to you what I believe because by now you know what I believe. But if you would desire my presence there, I will take that into consideration. And if I'm there, that does not change what I believe. That does not mean that what I stand on has wavered. That just means I'm choosing to support and love you in this manner. Now, I think here's where I may differ for some people. Just because you get up there and you have a ceremony, to me, I don't, I don't, see it as like God ordained marriage. Like you can only operate um, in the, in the systems and the designs of God by operating in the systems and designs of God. So in in my opinion, I don't necessarily see that as a marriage in my opinion. A lot of people may differ from that. Sure. From a legal standpoint that legally it's considered that, but spiritually I don't see it that way. God does not recognize it as such. So I'm not going to put that weight on that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's not what it is. Um, so for me, that's kind of where like the leniency, or not the leniency, but the, the the door is open because if it's not what God calls marriage, then to me, it's not marriage. 
So, yeah, and I, 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 I hear you, bro. And it's kind of going back to the conversation we had about whether or not two homosexuals can love each other. You said that's not real love. I say yes, they can love because if somebody's willing to die for somebody, that's love. Bro, I, I think that, like, the fact that God has the ability and charges other nations that are Gentiles and holds them accountable for things like adultery, holds them accountable for things like, like, like homosexual acts. It's sure. like, like, even though, like, these are, like, moral standards of the heart, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and yeah. understanding what is natural and what's not natural. Yeah. And so, if that's the case, how are you holding somebody accountable for things like adultery when marriage itself is something that is designed by God, Hebrew aspect, right? Well, you because could be adulterous and not, be, you know what I'm saying, and be unmarried. That's kind that's, of... But that's what I'm trying to... That's, but, we're talking about Old Testament, and I understand that. Like, yeah, like, yeah that saying. wasn't a concept. It's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm adulterous in my heart. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sure. A single person can be an adulterer. For sure, absolutely, absolutely, yes, absolutely. But what I'm trying to say is, like, when you're saying that that's not a real marriage, so I what I'm trying to God say is, God does like, not recognize that as marriage. Would you disagree with that? But mm. I think the consummation of marriage is important when considering what we even talk about as marriage, because the scriptures kind of are pretty clear that, like. You know what I'm saying? Like, like joining of two through sex is an act of marriage. An like, act of marriage, but what and, does and, God and, constitute as marriage? But, but what I'm trying to say, it's, I think it's connected. It's like it's one and the same. You know, I think, I think we have separated it, but it's one and the same. It's like mm -hmm. marriage, marriage, sex. And like, I, that's, I agree, but what I'm so. And so what I'm trying to say is like, if you're like, if someone is in a fornicating or, or a, um, sexual immoral or any of the abominations aspect and that is how they were introduced in marriage which is that not a marriage now i think we're we're talking about foundation the lord says marriage is between one man and one woman for sure so, so that's within where I'm coming that, at it from. if there's a foundation with one man and one woman and they're sexually immoral is that not marriage if they're sexually immoral yeah what do you mean if there's like they had sex Have before sex marriage? Outside of marriage are you saying yeah uh, they had sex outside of marriage, so are you asking me if they're married now? No, well, what I'm trying to say is, like, like, is like yeah, so what, what standard are you, are you using? Because, like, if it's – because this is some of the excuses people use. It's like, oh, well, we didn't actually go all the way. You know what I'm saying? It was just sodomy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I only went in the – you know what I'm saying? Not the – I root, not the tutor. And it's like, yo, like, technically we're not one flesh because sure. I only did that, right? Sure, and sure, so it's, sure. But would you not say that is also an act of sex? That made the two one. Are you asking me, is sex outside of marriage? I'm asking marriage? you, is sex non-vaginal something that also makes you one with somebody else? I think you're one through a covenant. For sure. But when it says the two become one flesh through sex, in that aspect. But that's not the only way they become one flesh. For sure. But that's one way. So I'm asking that's you. That's one way. Yeah. So God, in, it's in not. In that way. It's, but it, that's what I'm, you, can't, you can't nitpick one thing. You have to have it all. Yeah. But, which so, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so, so, so foundationally, if God says marriage is one man, one woman, you shall leave your... your, your absolutely. Your, all that. Absolutely. And, I, you, I and, and it's consummated. You're right. You become absolutely. one flesh, both spiritually and physically. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is you cannot have one of those aspects and call it marriage without having all of it. I do believe that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've said it multiple times. I don't believe all sins are equal. Um, I think there are sins that are worse than others. Um, I think we're told what sins have greater consequences, but we're not given a 
a flawless scale of this one's worse than this one, which worse than this one. We're, we're told which ones lead to death in the aspect of like, you know what I'm saying, exile or execution. So obviously that would be a greater sin than stealing a person's hammer on accident, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I do believe that all those are offenses, but for sure there's the which ones that are greater. But we're, we're shown through the scriptures that sexual sins are taken higher than. It's twofold. One against your body, one against your spirit. Yeah. For sure. So with that being said. That's, that is scripture. Attending a marriage of somebody you know who has been sexually immoral. Whoa. You said you wouldn't. Hard no. At least you're consistent. Indeed. All right. Well, now I'd, I'd, look, I'd have missed some aunties, aunties, and uncles' weddings. I'm like, I know they smashing. Sorry. My, for whatever reason, a lot of my families don't. I think there's only like three people married in my entire family on both sides. So ah, I don't know. Put to tell oh, wow. yeah. yeah. We got a lot of kids, though. Indeed. Indeed. A lot. Well. So if they got uh, married, would you attend? That's what I'm trying to say. That's, uh, mm. that's Damn, interesting. Dog. That's interesting. I don't know, no, no, man. I'm, I'm not. Look, I'm, I'm hey, not look. judging. That's, just, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Now, 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 does that equate to um, the aspect of like homo, uh, homosexuality? Like I said, I think that that's. That is a um, what the scriptures, as I'm seeing, define as what is sexually immoral. But I think that as we look at what sexual immorality is, um, because that's on the same level as somebody who's willing to um, have sex with somebody on their menstrual cycle, which is also equally an abomination, or someone willing to marry their sister or marry their daughter, etc., which is also an abomination, because it's in that level of things, I do believe that... Um, what we're known and shown through Leviticus 18 or 20, 18, I believe, um, would be a, a, a higher offense. So mm -hmm. that's where my that's where my hard no lies. But if it's I'm somebody, sorry, your hard no, you said a lot of words. Your hard no lies where again? It's a dis, it's I think it's a dis, it's, I think it's a distinct uh, sin in the midst of sexual immoral sins. You know, I think um, like obviously. Being sexually immoral with someone outside of, of marriage is, is, is one thing. Obviously, adultery is another level of that. Sure. Um, uh, marrying your cousin or you're marrying your sister is another level of so that. So you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't attend a wedding of like a sibling. That's where you are. You're saying that's an example so, of your hard no? Two siblings marrying? Yeah. No, I wouldn't attend that. Yeah, that's what I, I'm, yeah, I'm just trying to find where your hard no is. That's your hard no. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, it's, that's where even the, like, the conversation of... It's elevated. Yeah. Well, in terms of sexual sins. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got yeah. you. But You're saying there's levels inside what would be the umbrella of abominations. I got yeah, you. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, there's just, just abominations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so sorry, with that sorry. being said, like, there's that. Yeah, but in the same yeah. way, what... Uh, I remember um, one of my homies hit me up. was like, yo, I got invited to this... Um, this wedding reception and I don't like this dude and I think he's bad for her and I was like don't go interesting yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. and and yeah. in the same way bro there's other bro <laughs> here we go okay okay here we go There are six things the Lord hates, seven that are detestable, i.e. abominations to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that, desire, that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush to evil, a false witness who pours lies out, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Mm -hmm. I'm saying don't attend that person's wedding, wedding either. 
That's also an abomination. Now, obviously, I'm not saying this is the That's same level of it, but, but what I'm what I'm addressing is, like I said, it's gonna be hard to be scripturally consistent if you're just gonna have a hard no and then not apply that to other areas of your life. So it's like I'm like no, but I think that based on where I'm putting this at, whatever my why is, it connects to so many other things scripturally that I'm like, okay, what else would I have to say no to? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay, bet this is gonna be at the conviction of my heart on where that lies. And so it's like, it's hard to just say hard no, because I know where that leads theologically. Clear. So clarifying, you're bringing these points up to make the overall point that to be scripturally consistent in this area is going to be very consistent. So for you, you would more than likely fall back on your personal conviction in the situation. Yes. Cool. Yes. But it, but it would, the only, the, the only way I could even like explore that in my mind and heart, where I am currently, it would be between two non-believers that are marrying in the LGBTQ context. Gotcha. Say that one more time? Two non-believers. Yeah. Like, uh, I, in other words, I'd be quicker to go to a non-believing uh, uh, marriage I see what you're than st- a marriage of two people that are... Professing Christianity, more. but homosexual. It says... Ooh. Bro, that's first, a different layer. That's a different layer. Five. That's a different layer. That's a first different Corinthians point. First Corinthians 5. Ah, okay. Where that? Where that? Okay. Okay. Where that? Now mind you, you've been I'm, talking for thirty I'm, minutes, I'm, and we finally got a good point. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a point the whole time. No, it just, it no, slow. we just pulled that point out. That's all it is. <laughs> nah, we just we just pulled that point out. It, it says, <laughs> "I wrote to you in my letter not to associate with the sexually immoral." Now we're told what sexual immorality is mm-hmm. in Leviticus. He got this highlighted. By not the way. at all meaning the sexually immoral of the world. Or the greedy or the swindlers or the idolaters. Since then, you would have to be out of the world. But now I'm writing to you not to associate with anyone who bears the name of a brother. If he is guilty of sexual immorality, greed, or is an idolater, reviled, drunkard, or swindler, not to even eat with such a one. For what if I to do those judging the outsiders? It's not those inside the church who I'm the judge. God judges the outside, purge the evil one from among you that's inside of you already. Like, that's that's in the the team. And so, honestly, bro, like, I think that as we're we're having this question and, and having these like conversations, bro. The people, the LGBTQ community ain't, ain't ignorant. Like, how many of y'all have been to Crawfish Bowl in the last year? Or you you made some gumbo. Did I get an invite? When you made gumbo, you gave me an invite. I was like, yeah, I don't want to go. But wow. a, 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 the reason I'm saying this is, like, if you're boiling crawfish, don't invite me. Because I can't eat it. Like, I, I, I'm, I can't eat crawfish. I can't eat shrimp. I can't eat. There's things that, like, my, like dietary restrictions. Mm-hmm. It's not just me being vegan. I think it's actually sinful to eat these things. So I, don't, I do not even partake. And so based on me not partaking in that, why would you even give me an invite? And so I'm looking at, like, we're not ignorant to the fact that the people that, bro, weddings are serious. They're, they're, you have to pay for each seat, pay for each meal. As they're sitting there making their list, best believe they thought through before you get the invite in the first place. And so if they're thinking through and they know your convictions and they think you're a friend, then most likely you won't even get an invite. This but if true. they are giving you an invite in the first place, that means there is some gray area where they feel like that, that you would actually say yes to. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if that's the case, then I think considering that it's like, okay, is there even a happy meeting you can come to? I won't come to the, the wedding, but I'll come to the reception. It's real. I won't come to the reception, but I'll come to the after party. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I'll come to the groom's party, whatever it may be. Who knows? Like, I, but for yeah. me to just give a black and white, like, no, and then, like, not have in my mind that 
that may lead to, I'm like, man, I done been to some daggone weddings and uh, with, with some of the homies who are in the battle. Right? Like I'm saying, if, if it was about our community, I'm like, yeah. I know yeah. the things you've done. Yeah. yeah. Can I call you repentant? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know where you, I know, it's like, man, like I'm putting myself in a slippery slope. I think for me yeah. personally, yeah. it's just, it just gets to a fact of like, what does my presence say being here? Indeed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and is it like, am I celebrating me being here for, I, I kid you not, there's no other definition for your presence being there personally other than celebration. You know, um, if I go to somebody's birthday party, there's no way I'm saying I'm here just cause it's cool that you, you had another age, but I'm not celebrating anything else. Like, no, no, no. You're celebrating everything about this you moment. You can be non-affirming celebrating. Hmm. That's why I'm doing battle rap. I don't affirm everything they say on that stage, but I go in, in not of. For sure. I can be non-affirming in the same, in, within yeah, the culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you can go in and not celebrate it, but you can't go into a celebration and not celebrate it with your presence, with, like, without your presence being there. I think you may Maybe, be putting bro, too much it's, weight it's on a lot your of Christians that It's a lot of Christians that go to the club and the songs have been playing. It's like, yo, I'm not saying it. I'm good. <laughs> you said yeah. I'm putting too much weight on the presence? I think on your presence, yeah. How so? I don't think Back your presence of like I don't say think you, you're say saying you your presence celebrates what? What what are you what are you going to the, you're going to a wedding? Let's say so you go you gonna come to my wedding, right? What are you doing when you come to my wedding? Other than dancing. I'm not gonna dance, nigga. Hmm? I'm you there are gonna for dance. You, nigga. You're there for me. Yeah, I'm there for you. And you're doing what? What else? I'm supporting you on your big day. You support me on my big day. Yeah. You ain't even gotta say it out loud, but you being there lets me know you are celebrating what I'm doing and supporting what's happening for with sure. this union. Absolutely. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Absolutely. And so if this gay nigga I'm oh, sorry, if this gay sorry. <laughs> my bad. That was just a if this gay couple Y'all'll be all right. If this gay couple is up here. Hey, yep. If this gay couple Just say it, bro. Get is up here. Y'all be you got extra. The mic. Go ahead. You got the mic. You lied at everybody. Keep going. Facts. Look, if this gay couple is up here and they see you there, they're also thinking he's here to celebrate what's happening up here. They're not thinking anything else. Not necessarily. Uh, no, let's have so. that conversation. Like I said, huh? like if, if you got the invite and they know yeah. you and they're close, bro, people don't just invite general friends to like, you know what I'm saying, weddings like that. It's, it's, it's very intentional. And so, yeah. like, 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 I'm looking at it like, okay, I know people who have done things. It's like, wow, and they'll still want me to be a part of things. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's like battle rap. Now, mind you, as I'm looking at that, obviously I'm in a place where, I don't, I don't see I can right now reconcile in my mind mm -hmm. how I could show up for two believers or one believer making that decision. Professor, right? yes. Um, bro, there was, a, there was a wedding with somebody who was formerly a part of our community, right? And we, we didn't go. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that person decided to not just marry somebody outside of the race. or the, sure. the, Not the not race, but, um, but like after, after faith. But it was it was an abusive relationship for sure, and I'm like I refuse to stand facts and give my affirmation yeah, because yeah, yeah. If I'm there. Mm -hmm. If anybody should no, I say no, pastor <laughs> or imam. <laughs> I say no, imam. 
For sure. Why? Because I'm, I'm like, I know what's happening behind them doors. For sure. Mr. And so, Mr. Mom. why would I? Huh? Mr. Mom. Excuse Imam. It's a, it's a leader in the Muslim. I know yeah. it is. Okay. I'm being funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to educate niggas, man. I'm being don't... funny. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, take, take world religions, bro, to help you. Um, so, with that being said, like. like hey, nigga, you good? That's a great spot. I'm great. Great um, class. All right, watch yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah indeed. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yourself. <laughs> really great class. You good? You good? I'm great. Okay, I didn't mean to offend you. It was a, it was a joke. Oh, take my hand, sir. Reconciliation. <laughs> this is something I can celebrate. Okay, um, yeah. So, with that being said, I, I feel as though you know, um, like the attending of marriages. I don't think just like should stop at whether or not they're gay. And I think I think that Agreed. that is the only thing I ever hear people talk Agreed. about. And if if that's the case, then I think we're missing out on what the sanctity of marriage really is Mm -hmm. and the union. And then what that means to be involved in a community, because if I'm there as you're giving your vows as somebody in the community, I'm saying, yo, I will be a part of holding y'all accountable and we will be a part of holding y'all accountable to these vows. Now, if that's not yeah. done in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a context where it's any type of religiosity mm-hmm. and it's literally just a ceremony yeah. of just like, hey, we're coming together and we're getting a license, you know what I'm saying? And I love this dude and this dude loves me. I'm like, yeah, I don't see the context where somebody would have the, um, um, the comfortability to invite someone like myself. But if that was something where they did, I'm like, okay, man, this is two non-believers who, who obviously have found um, that I mean something in their life where they want to see this happen and they're not getting it done through God. They're not saying, and God is bringing us together. It's just sure, like, yo, we're sure, just about to get married sure. and I want you to be there for us. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, it's something I, I would consider. You know, it's not, yeah. a, it's not a yes thing, but I'm just like, yeah. man, you know. But like I said, I don't think I could even reconcile in my mind if it's a, two believers or one believer. Yeah, I agree. It's tough. It ain't tough for me. We know. <laughs> we know, we know it's not, nigga. It's well, not. you know what time it is. Is it time? It's time. It's Let's time. Get it, it's time. Now's the time. <sighs> Grunt. Oh yeah. He said, "Oh, the song's not." Even Can I do the intro way. first, sir? Good God! Yeah. Now is the time of the smoke session, where the live studio audience has the opportunity to come through with the questions, comments, concerns, or the smoke. But do be prepared. Prepare. We do keep the gas mask. Like that song in Lion King, be prepared. You know, nigga? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, he's he does. Done. Come on through. Shout bro. out to you for walking in front of the camera, though. <laughs> What's up, sir? Oh, it's on mute. It's on mute. It's on mute. It's on, I muted. I muted. I muted it. Can record? Oh, there it is. There it goes. You about to bring out the vocals just now? No. Hey, sing something real quick. Just real quick, please. What if they got in my house, nigga, or something? Sing for me. Sing for me, boy. Hey, yeah. Sing. Sing for me, boy. Sing. That's exactly what that was. Do that dance for auntie, boy. Go ahead. Do that little talk talk dance. Talk talk dance. Do that talk talk. Wow. Talk to us. He was searching for that, bud. I pushed about four. He really did. I heard. I heard all of them. Anyway, what's up, man? Talk to us. Oh, that was all intentional. I think this conversation is very interesting because, especially, what Mitch was saying about, uh, if I understood you correctly, that 
sex is equal to marrying other people. So like whoever you have sex uh, with. No, 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 no. No. Okay. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the way. Well, no, no, not equal to. What I'm trying to say is like the way that it's worded, and the way it's presented is as we look at what marriage is to becoming one flesh. The two can also become one flesh apart from having a ceremony and going down the aisle and having traditional marriage. And so I think that that unity can come because that is what sex is. It's combining two beings together as one. And so I think that that is a serious offense to do so outside the confines of bringing God in part of the process I agree beforehand. With you. So, I, so, I, that's, you. And so that's, that's, that's what I think Jesus was talking about. Me personally, this is what I, that's what I, that's how I interpret the concept of like having multiple husbands in that context because she had relations with multiple people. So do you think that's just like a metaphor of like this is what you're doing but you're not realizing what you're doing or do you think that Jesus was literally saying that she has multiple husbands like literally because she has yeah, I, don't, I don't think I don't think the it was a literal multiple like he, he obviously was saying like if just on the wordplay we know that it wasn't literal like but like to say that even by you looking at someone you've committed adultery you know what I'm saying like obviously well, it's like it was like yeah. oh well okay so is the literal adultery as bad as the mental adultery, you know what I'm saying? I think I think that obviously the literal adultery is worse than the mental concept of adultery. Do you, you wait, know, wait, wait, it, wait, 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 Because do you think do you equate those two? No, no, no. Wait. Well, let me ask you. Something. Do you think you may be conflating two different like theological concepts? Because you're quoting the Beatitudes, right? Which one? With the with the even if you look upon a woman lustfully, With lustful intent. If you yeah. have, if you, okay, okay. So if you have anger in your heart. Yeah, yeah. So like, but like even the Beatitudes like was more about a. Heart posture than a literal Absolutely. act. Yeah. yeah, but but what I'm trying to say is like like you're committing adultery by looking upon somebody else's wife. Right. Correct? Right. So what is was that? Is, is that the same literal offense as actually smashing somebody's wife? I think I don't I don't know what you're so pulling from the present, other one. So as it's, as it, as I'm consequence is definitely presented. different from a, absolutely and so from whoa. As, but, but spiritually whoa, it's it's God whoa, sees them on the same whoa. level. Whoa. No, I don't think it's the same level spiritually. Yeah. Bro, because no, 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 because here's my thing. If I'm less, if I lust after a woman, I'm not getting punched in the face. But if I take your wife, you're going to hit me. There's gonna be some For consequences sure. I'm trying that to say come is like, from. If I do that mentally in your heart, in my heart, that's still sinful. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it as sinful as actually smashing? I think Jesus they're was both sinful. sinful. They're both the same. Is it they're as both sinful, sinful equally? The same. Not it. Not at all. That's, not, that's ridiculous. I not think on a physical. Not at all. Yeah. I think I, th I think I think it's it's I think, still are adultery. You saying, are, are you saying I think it's still on adultery. On a physical level, they're different. Yes, no, no. What I'm trying to say is what level? To, yeah, what level are they different? So if you have um, in the aspect uh, looked at somebody's wife or whatever it may be, and then you touch yourself or whatever it may be, it's like yo. Obviously, the Lord is considering that adulterous because it's not adulterous just yeah. um, desire. Mm -hmm. That is envy, and you're like, I don't want. I don't want woman. I want your woman. And it's like, yo, you're actually coveting. Mm -hmm. And coveting is breaking one of the, the ten, which is the moral aspects of mm -hmm. the law. And so, obviously, yes, like, that is, that is, that is, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. But if you're now telling me that the mental one is something where somebody can be put to death based on that, I'm telling you that I believe it would be the actual physical act that would have somebody because, like, that wouldn't include two beings. That would include one being. So, and it doesn't. It's in. It's in. It's irrespective of the other person being involved. At most times, sometimes, cool times, whatever it may be. But if it's the actual act of two people coming together and they're caught 
and they're revealed, then that's that's something that's worth put to death. Yeah, I wouldn't agree, but I want you to continue down where you that, go. Yeah, it's fine. It's, continue. I don't I, want. I think it's it's tied to like another question I had in my mind because like Jesus also deals with divorce and saying that well because it, of the yes. greed in your heart, that's why Moses allowed for divorce to happen. But heart as a heart, yeah. If marriage is like. Well, not marriage is if uh, you having you joining your flesh with others is considered marriage. Like, how does divorce work? Like, how does that even happen? Because how could I ever be separated from somebody? Like, how does that work? Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like I think that as we even explore what that means, I'm I'm not like it's it's almost like exploring things outside of original design and intent. And so the original design and intent was two people. You know, what I'm saying forever. You know, and that's like like until death, and then after you die, it's not like you meet them in eternity, and it's like, oh, well, we're still married. No, nah, it's, it's no, you, you're good. You're, you're whole by yourself. Um, but on earth, that's what it is, right? And I think that's also why uh, the scriptures encourage the kings not to have many wives. You know, because it's like, yo, like this isn't something that is conducive to your heart and even your posture, because they can turn you against me, essentially, right? Um, but I think the actual act of sex itself is something that combines two people because, as I mentioned earlier, the fact that the nature of it is combining two people for a covenant act. If you're having a covenant act outside of marriage, I think as the Lord is looking at that, he's like, man, you're skipping steps. And as you're skipping steps, this is something that I'm viewing as the consummation of marriage. And then I'm just looking at the scriptures. I'm like, and it's equated to marriage, not equal in the aspect, but it's called that, whether it be a metaphor, that's all I'm addressing. I'm like, yo, it's, it's called marriage. It's like, yo, you've married multiple people just in how you're acting sexually. Now, I'm not saying that's an actual wedding or traditional wedding or a ceremony, but I think it's distinct. You're, too. you're saying how the Lord views it. I'm saying not, not views it. I'm saying it's called that. I'm saying it's called that. That's tough. It's called that. Now, like, 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 I'm, sex I'm, outside of marriage is called marriage. It's, it's as as the scriptures are talking about. I would think it's called fornication. Absolutely, yeah. And I think anybody you fornicate with, you have joined yourself with. You've become one in physically, flesh with that person. but marriage is not a purely physical act. Yeah, that's absolutely. What, yeah, that's what I was. That's my is, point. And it's 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 something designed for marriage of two people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sure. I nah, just, I think like, no, no, no. He means what he means. He don't mean soul time. <laughs> yeah, we should probably. I want to talk about that term eventually. Yeah, I, 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 whatever, whatever you mean by that, like, because I've heard multiple meanings on that, so I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to disagree with the term without what I understand the term. Let's talk about that term. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Keep going. Is there anything? Yeah, yeah. I just think it's interesting because it's like I think it circles back around to what Elijah just said about. The reason why I don't view those things as marriage is because marriage is, is a holistic thing. It's not yeah. just a joining of physical. Yeah. And I Absolutely. Think, I think even Jesus, when he talks about adultery, yeah. the reason why he brings that up is because to show that you guys think an adultery is just physical. Right. Yeah, I'm that's telling good. You, that's good. If it's in your heart, you're yeah. still committing adultery. Absolutely. Right. Because the law was never about um, just punishing the, the actions that people take. The law was to show... Uh, a standard of righteousness for people right. to live to. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So that's why, like, I kind of just, I, I understand what you're saying, and I think that's a perspective you can have, but I just think that, like... I think the penalty of guilt doesn't come until the action is done, even though God holds you accountable for your thoughts. Sure. So, like, if if, if, if I'm like, hey, do you disagree? No, 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 I'm, just the way you said it, sure. 
Yeah, so so if I'm like, yo, I want what's in that jewelry case. That diamond is mine, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it. My heart postures off, and God is like, you've already stolen it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, am I being held guilty for that action? No. The world, is, it hasn't happened yet. But f- to God, in a spiritual sense, yes, you've already done it. But I think the consequence is greater, making the sin greater when you actually steal it. That's interesting. There are greater sins than others. That's just scriptural. The I, consequence, I yes, is, is definitely. Which makes sins greater. <sighs> do you, okay, do you believe all sins are both, equal? Do you they, believe they, all sins because are equal? Because they're both, they're both sinning against God. Do you believe all sins are equal? Yes. Okay. In what, Jesus, like, in what sense are you talking? Yeah, Jesus would disagree. In what sense are you talking, though? Are okay. you talking about consequences? Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm talking about sins in If general. I think about sinning, or if I think about sinning, or if I do the same. Then Pilate took and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put on the head and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him saying, Hail, King of Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went <clears throat> out again to see them. See, I am bringing him out to you that you may not find him guilty. him. So Jesus came out wearing a crown of thorns, purple robe. Pilate said, Behold, this man with the chief priest came and said, Crucify him. Um, now, mind you, right here, this is uh, 1910, um, John 1910. So Pilate said to him, He's done You're not going to speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, you would have no authority over me at all. It had been given to you from above. Therefore, he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. Mm -hmm. This is Jesus speaking. Now, who, yes, now who did that? It was either the the chief priest or we could talk about either Judas. It could either be chief priest or Judas. Whatever it may be, all I know is Jesus held them at a higher standard. Why? Because they knew better. Mm-hmm. They knew who he was. Mm-hmm. He shown who he was. This is somebody who's a Roman. And so it's, this, this is somebody like, like, obviously, if you got two kids, and it's like you, you got the older person and you got the younger person, and the younger person's following the older, but they committed the same thing, you're going to hold the older one who had them more accountable. Why? Because you knew. It's like, yo, you committed a greater offense. Yeah. Bro, there's been people that have been part of scamming organizations that have scammed people, and they were unaware of it. Now, as they are scamming people, they are committing a sin and are guilty. But I don't think they're held at the same sin level as the person who made the organization. Because they are intentionally deceiving. For sure. Which in the same way, I think, well, I don't want to go there, but yeah. I don't want to go there. It's, it's, okay. I, was, I was going to say that's why, I, that's, why, that's why Adam committed a greater sin than Eve because it was Eve who was deceived and it wasn't Adam who was deceived. Eve was deceived. Adam knew good and well what he was doing. And that's why he, that's why he was actually held to a higher standard no, so than Eve. Yeah, I don't. Eve also knew. I don't think holding people to higher standards is is wrong. Greater, as, and, all, all the, all so I can't, I can't call it what it is. Is it a greater sin? Who committed the greater sin? The person who made the scamming organization and who knows what he's doing, or the person deceived and scamming people? I think it's a little bit of a false dichotomy because for me, the way I I understand sin mm-hmm. is that it's not just how the physical action is God, because God also judges your heart as well. So I think that it may be the greatest sin in terms of like the effect that it has in the real world. But I think with God, like viewing it spiritually, I don't think he views that sin as like, because I think it goes into the question of the punishment for sin, like is death physically and spiritually with hell. 
so it's like essentially you, separation from God. So so yeah, so his, his, and, this, and this is this this and this this is why it's important finish. as we talk this conversation, bro. Because sure, I'm with you. So as we're talking about this, right? Okay. Look at it like this. In the Old Testament, when you look at all of the sins and all of the requirements for sin, do you know or are you knowledgeable to the fact that all the sins that you could be forgiven for were unintentional? There was no repentance. There was no redemption. There was no sacrifice you made for a sin you committed on purpose. Are you aware of that? No. So that goes to show, look. But, but is that? Let me show you. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Let, me, uh, okay. let, me, let, let, me, okay. let me go here with this. Because I, I, as we talk about sins being the same, we're not understanding that as we look through all these laws, of like, man, it's too much. I couldn't follow it. It's, man, I'm so glad Christ died for me because it was so much. No, that's not what it says. In that. It's, it's like, these aren't far from you. You can do this. Why? But here's the thing. <laughs> Watch this. Watch this. It says, um, okay. This is uh, Numbers 15, 27 through 31. If one person sins unintentionally, he shall offer a goat a year old for a sin offering. Mm -hmm. And the chief priest shall make an atonement for the Lord for the person who makes a mistake when he sins unintentionally to make an atonement for him. And he shall be forgiven. You shall have one law for him who does something unintentionally for him who was a native among the people of Israel and for the stranger who sojourns among them. But the person who does anything with the high hand, in other words, I know what I'm doing and I don't care whether he is a native or a sojourner reviles the Lord. And that person shall be cut off from among his people because he has despised the word of the Lord and has broken his commandment. That person shall be utterly cut off. His iniquity shall be on him. When, when David's talking about my iniquity is on me, like, like my sin is ever before me, it's because he knew what he was doing. It's not the same thing as I accidentally. That's why it's given a clearance. It's like, yo, if you marry somebody and you didn't know that that person was actually married to somebody before, yo, that, that, that's something you're, you're not going to be held accountable for, for that. Sure. In the same way, even though it's the same thing, you committed adultery. Why? Because that was somebody else's wife, but that was hidden from you. That's an accident. That's the things people got re redeemed for and could repent for. Tell me where the scriptures say you can make a sacrifice of a bull, goat, pigeon, or grain for committing adultery. It don't exist because that's a higher offense. That's a greater sin, a sin that literally leads to death. If there's a sin that leads to death, that's something that's a greater sin than just accidentally stealing some bubble gum that you put in your pocket as you're heading out. Same type of stealing, but if you stole it on purpose, it's a greater sin. I agree with you. What I'm saying is like, I, I, don't, I don't see the, the logical connection between, because you mentioned David. Like, was David not redeemed? Because he intentionally Ooh, killed. Oh, no. Okay, so, 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 so I'm trying to say, David, and, this is, this, and this, this, this is why it's important to understand the difference between grace and mercy. A lot of times when leaders mess up, they always ask for grace. That's, that's, that's wrong. Leaders should be asking for mercy because by asking for mercy, grace is something not getting something you do you, you don't deserve. Mercy is getting not getting something you do deserve. By asking for mercy, you're acknowledging I do deserve something, but people don't ask for mercy because it also holds you accountable to know that this is what I deserve. And by asking for justice and seeking mercy, you're saying, Lord, bro, the reason why David was doing that is like I know my sins ever before me. I've cast myself to death. And imagine being David, and the only reason you actually have breath in your lungs is because God showed mercy on you. It wasn't grace. That was mercy because he deserved to die 
that wasn't something that was redeemed. His sin, he's guilty. And it shows because that child died because of his sin. How is that redemption? That's mercy, bro. He still had breath in his lungs because God said, you know what? I know what you did, but I'm going to use you as an example of my mercy to these people because they keep acting a fool. Because if they sit there looking at you like, man, David, why you still got the position as a king? Why you still? Re-? It's like, man, honestly, bro, it's only because of God. It's only because of his mercy, not his grace, not his justice, but his mercy. Mm-hmm. I think we got to distinguish between the two. I agree with you. I think, again, like with New Testament, we're talking about New Testament. Facts. Talk to him. Like Jesus dying was an act of mercy because we deserved sin. Because we sin. And act of grace because we get the benefits. Yes. Absolutely. So how do you think that plays into like the greater sin conversation? Because. So this, and, and this, is, this, this, this is why it's beautiful, bro. Because if you look at Hebrews, it talks about um, the sacrifice that Christ did was greater than that of bulls and goats. Because here we have Jesus walking around saying, go and sin no more. And the, the chief priest of this first is like, are you telling that person their sins are forgiven for something they did on purpose? You're calling yourself God because only God can forgive sin. The sin they're talking about is sin that's intentional. The Pharisees, they never see nobody walk around talking about some, I can be forgiven for sins I committed on purpose. But Jesus had the authority to do so. And so by him doing that, we always hear Muslims and stuff like that talking about some, oh man, you know, he never claimed to be God. He never, bro, him walking around forgiving people of sin, God. Only God can do that. And it wasn't something that was like the Pharisees saw that and were offended and called him a blasphemer because of what he was doing. So the reason that connects is because here we have a savior and a sacrifice that is more powerful than that of the blood and the goats. Because it forgives a multitude of sins and not just the ones you committed unintentionally. You have the access to be forgiven of sins you did on purpose. Hallelujah. Praise God. But walk in justice understanding that you should get what you deserve understand mercy as you do what you do and know that God can still say you know what I could give you that but that's not it but then be grateful of grace but don't walk as if you seeking grace I think people walk in grace no walk in justice understanding that God is a God of justice and mercy and then when you get grace be 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 appreciative but I think people walk as if like grace is just the Hey, man, I'm walking. In. No, that's the safety net at the bottom. The foundation is justice and mercy. Yeah, well, that's, that's what Paul talks about. It's like grace abounds, but that doesn't mean. Should we saying that grace may be abound? It's like, and that's what I'm trying to say. As, as, we, as people, you see people mess up and fall. It's like, oh, man, grace. <laughs> Who's giving the grace? It's not on you to ask the grace. It's like, yo, just be appreciative of it if it comes. And that's, but, I, 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 but yeah, anyways, my bad. Thank you that was it. That's 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 what I say when it comes to the conversation of the cross. Anybody else can, can come talk. I just, I like this conversation because I'm just trying to understand like when it comes to greater sin. Then I guess my mind jumps to like what is the importance of that distinction for believers? Because it's like like mercy is for all of it. So again, back to what Jesus is saying. I think that's why Jesus said it's like. You need this mercy because you do deserve something. Yes. Absolutely. And, like, and it's for things you're doing intentional. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But but it's still crucial to understand that this bro, think about the fact that they had to make sacrifices for sins they didn't even know they committed. It's a just in case sacrifice. And it's just in case you did something on accident. Man, I accidentally stole your hammer, bro. I didn't even know. 
My bad, fam. That's a sin. <laughs> and you got to make a sacrifice for that. An accident. That's what the Leviticus is. That's what numbers is. That, it's not stuff you did on purpose. So it goes to show the stuff you did on purpose was taken seriously. Which also is why we should appreciate God's grace for allowing that anger to be withheld for centuries of them. Bro, they were worshiping other idols the moment they got outside of Egypt. And they called the daggone bull Yahweh. They called the calf Yahweh. Why? Because that's what they were so used to. And yet God was still showing mercy. Constantly, constantly mercy throughout the centuries. There's not a single, there, there's, there's like more time, there's, there's so many least times we actually see the people of God just loving and serving Yahweh. Every other time it's in the midst of them serving Yahweh, they got a little something on the side, which should be a reflection of us understanding God's mercy towards us when we got a little something on the side too. So I, th- I think that like the importance of it is understanding when we talk about what a greater sin is. It is sins that are a greater offense to the Lord, and we have to acknowledge that those things exist because certain sins have greater consequences, and it's not just the fact that greater consequences. Certain sins are abominable to the Lord. Certain sins are punishable by death to the Lord. You know, and I think that that's not the same as accidentally stealing some bubble gum from Quick Trip. Sure. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of... Me it's layered for sure. I appreciate the dialogue. I would definitely talk with you more after, after yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Did you have a connection to like the, the original conversation and the homosexuality yeah, aspect? I just, <laughs> I, again, like I think having that whole conversation brings it back to how do you delineate like where do you show up to? Because if a greater sin is something that is done intentionally, how do you know if someone's like doing something intentionally or not? Or like how do you like that's that's the own lesson? Yeah, that's 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 the intentionality is in the own like, heart. How do you hold that standard yeah. for others and like you joining into what someone else is doing and that's and that's 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 the thing like like it's hard to judge intentions right so like i can't always know your intentions which is why you ask and you just you know what i'm saying discern and so yes like if somebody's saying yo my bad i didn't mean to do that you're gonna show more grace because like yo you offended me but you didn't mean to do that you know what I'm saying? I made a joke about an imam. I didn't mean to offend my brother. I was like, Dad, I've really offended. I can see why he dropped the mic. You know what I'm saying? I had to fail. I'm like, Dad, bro, like, that's, that's my bad. I was unintentional. But it was still an offense. And I got to take, take accountability for that, right? So as things like that happen, like, obviously, the intention of the heart is between that person. That's your heart. You only know your own heart, and God know your heart. That's that connection. That's all we got. So that's something you got. So the fact that that's why bearing false witness it's such a serious offense because mm-hmm. you're sitting there claiming something that you, you know in your heart's not real. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there, you won't take the stand for somebody who's being called against and you know that what they did wasn't wrong. And you're sitting there being silent. So I, th- I, think, I think we have to consider those things as well. Sure. Huh? Noah, anything else? I mean, there's plenty. Like, this is a really long... Would you go? To a same-sex marriage? In any context. Oh man, I think let's go to the lightest two non-believers. <laughs> you saw like you just got off work. You had one hell of a day. <laughs> I think because of everything that we talked about, I'd probably just err on the side of no, yeah, only same. because um, I don't know what truly your intentions are, and and I don't agree with sure the what you're trying to do. And I think I would just lean no, and I think I would try to stay consistent as possible of like. I, I kind of only been to weddings of people that I feel like I actually know. So at that point, mm-hmm. to your point, 
if they are doing something intentionally that I don't know about, it's unintentional for me to affirm it. So sure. I don't find it sure. a problem to be there because I'm operating under what you tell me. And I, that's the only standard that I have for myself because I can't see your heart. So it becomes tough, but I think, yeah, I probably wouldn't go. And Indeed. just, you know, Indeed. hope that they would understand why. But even if they don't, I mean, it's up to them. It's not up to me. Anybody? What's your answer, sir? Anybody else want to come? Caleb, about our greater sins? After hmm. all that? You said what? Are there greater sins? 30 minutes later. <laughs> again, depending on how we talking. I'm going to dig up in there. I see, Look, again, I, I get what you're saying. But, uh, but I'm, look, I'm looking sense. at the consequences yeah. of it. You know what I'm saying? With the consequences, yeah, like, I do agree that they are greater ones. So it makes it greater. But at the same time. What is the ultimate consequence of sin? I, I think, think uh, obviously, what, obviously, separation from God. But you can be all sin. But, but, but is the, is the unintentional yeah, separation is. as sin leads is to the unintentional separation as think, much as an offense as the intentional get, separation? When you get into intentional well, no. and unintentional, I think that's where it kind of gets murky. No, it's not get murky. It gets clear. Well, hey, you're giving your interpretation. I get scriptural. And you, you show me where the Bible calls it. Do do all sin leads to death? The wages of sin is death. Equal. All sins equate death. Absolutely. I said Equal. That. I said so that. and then and then with that. But certain sins are greater than others. Because of the consequences. Okay, so do all crimes get you in prison? Yes, but you can we're have not different sentences. We're talking about crimes. We're talking no, about no, no, that's a crime. That's that's what a sin is. We're talking it's about a crime. spiritually though. Yeah, absolutely. About spiritually. It's a spiritual crime. It's a spiritual it's a crime. Spiritual crime? Yes. It's a spiritual crime. Well, yeah, because God is judged. You've got a crime. He, you're uh, offending the rules that He has established. Sure. Yeah. So. Romans three twenty three, for the wages of sin is death. That's, that's what I said. Well, all that's the right. Oh my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. So all y'all have said, nigga, yeah. all y'all deserve death for sure. All yeah. yes, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not congested. So, I'm not so, congested here, so, so here, so I feel like it's wrapped around like this, though. Yeah. So here, here's where, here's where I, I, I sit on it. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like I, I do believe that thinking adultery and doing adultery. Physically is just is different. It's a greater sin. Well, I don't even know. It's, it's different. No, no, I, I would I definitely to agree. call them equal. It like had, yeah, again, equal death. If you look at cool. the consequences of that, that's why I was saying like, yeah, if you have a lustful thought of somebody, that is sinful. The Lord not, not just lust. I'm talking about envious. Like you want that, you want sure. them. But for sure, but all of that all is of wrong, that. and that's a sin against God, and He's not for that. But if I go out my way to have that thought and then actually act that thing out, I'm sin. saying like. Even still, that is There's a sin against God. It's a greater sin. The consequence. The more because of the consequence. There's more consequences. There's more consequences. So could you, Caleb, say that is a greater sin? Acting? The reason why I say no, no is because no, you can't. eternally, eternally, it's eternally, not greater. Eternally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the same. Eternally, you get the same thing. There's, There's, too, much. There's too much. Thing and we got another. There's too much. That's why I'm like it's like There's this. Too much theology behind it to say that. that That's why I'm saying like it's like this. I'm sorry. What you said makes logical sense. There's just a couple things that's not connected for me. But I didn't make it, bro. You can't tell, bro. So but you've already okay, stated that all sin leads to death. I've said wait, that. Wait, wait. You're not saying that some I sins are greater than others. The mic is off. Because they don't. You said what? Uh, oh, it's on. It's on. It's on. <laughs> yeah, it's on. It's on, bro. He just loud. Was um, that? A, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Is that a test? Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> He's like coming <laughs> on and off. Hello, okay. Hello. It's, a, right. it's, it's a, on. You good? It's kind of. You good? It's kind of <laughs> dented, bro. It's dented. It's dented. Oh, so. Turn the uh, turn the speaker up. Turn He's the speaker up. I know he is. He just can't hear can himself. Okay. Just a just a little. Have bit. at it. Okay. Can can y'all pull up that that actual line that says "What sins lead to death"? Like who said that? Because somebody was writing to us as they were saying that. 
Paul. It was Romans Paul, right? Something. Yeah, I believe it was Paul. For the wages of sin is death. Yeah, you talking yeah. about what's that? Romans uh, six twenty three. Six twenty three. Yeah. Get the guys on life in Christ. Because Romans is such a cold book. <laughs> it's one of the coldest books ever. You know. Now, what I'm saying? are you going? This, I brought this scripture up before. And I still ain't got no daggone yeah, interpretation for these niggas. But get, but, 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 but we're going to go back to it. Specific scripture I know, I'm going back, I'm going to it. It's, it's actually multiple. But, um, he didn't first say multiple. John, he said one. Five, sixteen. Romans 6, 23. Now, I want to know that street. You tell me what this means. <laughs> if anyone sees his brother committing a sin, that's not what he asked you to pull up. Not leading to death. Facts. That's not this is the scripture facts. he asked you to read. Keep go going. to Romans chapter six, please. Are you are you comfortable with me reading the scripture? Sir? Oh hell. Keep, I okay. want to see if it's that which one it is. It's, sure. not, that it's not that one. It's not that one. It's not that one. Paul was Paul. That's not Paul. This is John. This that's is John. You want the go one from Paul? One Paul was right for sure. But like the concept of sin leading to okay. death. Okay. For All sure. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if anyone sees his brother committing a sin not leading to death, he shall ask, and God will give him life. Hmm. To those who commit sins that do not lead to death, there is a sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is a sin that does not lead to death. That's that's what I want to bring clarity on. We know that everyone who has been born of God does not keep on sinning, but he who has born of God protects him, and the evil one does not touch him. So. To answer that, so I was like, I want I can't wait to hear y'all's interpretation of a sin that leads to death, not to pray for that person. Not all sins sin lead to death. Verbatim, it's it's stated there, and I wanted to make sure everybody knew for that. For the wages of sin is death. I'm about to say verbatim, but too. the free gift of God is yes. eternal life in okay. Christ Jesus our so, Lord. So, what, so, so, in, in, based on know. your interpretation, your theology, what does death mean here? That's a great question. I would have to go I, and do. Let a me tell you, study. it means dying. There okay. are sins that give you the death penalty. And there are sins that don't give you the death penalty. And okay. if somebody commits a sin that gives you the death penalty, don't even pray for that person. And this means what? What does this death I'm pretty, mean? I'm, I, would be I think dead. literal death. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal no, 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 life. And no, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Separation from God. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's that's, but that's what I'm talking about. So that's God. what we're talking about. But that's, that's what we're that's that's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Why are we now going this one, to a different, <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about that. So for sure. You're but, talking but, about literal death there. Yeah, I know, I know. No, but based on this scripture, mm-hmm. what does the, the word death mean here? That, that means literal death, correct? That's what you told me. You said it means literal death. All right, y'all. That's what you said. He just said it means. No, no. Okay, no, what did you what say? You, I don't know. You, told, you tell me. What does it mean? I could tell I, you say, I, don't, I don't know it in, that, in the Greek, so I don't know. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin, not leading to death, he shall ask and God will give him life. To those who commit a sin that do not lead to death, there is a sin that leads to death. I do not say to pray for such a one. All wrongdoing is sin, but there's a sin that does not lead, lead to, to death. death. And so as I'm looking at that, I don't that's, know what death means there. It means, so, so like, I can tell death. you the easy, it means death. There are sins you can Greek? do that. Is that the give, Greek translation for that word? Yes. Here? Okay, I'll, I'll give it to you. Um, but yes, so, 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 so huh? the, the reason why we're doing this is, is he's, because he's already down a path. as we're, no, the it's, it's, it's the, the same path. It's the same yeah. path. No, y'all the reason it. we're doing this is, is because as we're addressing whether or not there's a greater sin, we're talking about sins that have the death penalty are greater sins up until the point that Paul or John is saying, don't even pray for that person. Cardinal sins. It's like, it's like, yo, is this is a that sin that gives you the death, death penalty. If you murdered, if you have a murderous spree, you know, it's like, yo, let the streets have them. I feel like this is two sides of the same coin. But what I'm trying to say is, yeah, like, that's a greater is. sin. Yeah. 
It's a sin that leads to death. For sure. That's my point. I'm and saying so a literal death, a literal death. And this one he talking about, yes. If, if there's another option you have, I'd love to hear. I'm asking. Yes. A literal death. I've said it third time. Okay, yes. cool. For sure. So that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> well, what, what I'm trying to say, the, the, but you see the connection is why I'm saying it's a greater sin. No. The sins that lead, sins that lead to death are a greater sin. That's what it's saying. Does all sin get you condemnation? Yes, but sins that lead to great sins that lead to death are a great. It's, it's saying condemnation by death. It's a lot of Literal dead horses. We don't punishment. Beat. You have to get death penalty. So there you are get, death penalty sins. You can, we have sure. those in America. For sure. You get, you get You're not telling deaths. me that stealing a piece of bubble so gum is the same as sin. a murderous spree against a, 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 a mass nah, murderer. Yeah. Okay. leads to death. No, that doesn't lead to physical death. So two sides of the same go- coin. So, so I, I I'm agree. done. I yield. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So to go back to like this topic to kind of stare back in, because um, I know you guys said it would be an inconsistency if we go to this wedding knowing that what was portrayed to the law, but if Jesus portrayed mercy to us leaving then what does it look like to us if we're not keeping that going in any, in any action? You get what I'm saying? Uh-uh. If, uh-uh. Okay, so same-sex marriage, right? Yep. You may call your own shots not to go. However, does that, does that give mercy to that, that? Does that give mercy to those two people that are, even though there's a law for that sin, does it give mercy to those people who are same-sex getting married? Same-sex getting married, right? Are you holding the same law that Jesus kept as he exited when he gave us mercy? He knew we deserved what we deserved, but mm-hmm. he gave us mercy. So we know that same-sex marriage deserves what it deserves, mm-hmm. but do we give it mercy? I, th- I think that's a God call, not an us call. Yeah, right. And so like, like mercy for, sure. for what? Punishment or judgment, we don't have the ability to cast judgment unless Facts. they're a believer. And that's what and I'm that's, saying. And so for me, that's that's why it's a confliction in my heart to say that I could show up for somebody who's a believer that's partaking in this because I I can't reconcile that in my heart, my mind, or my theology. That makes sense. It, yeah. and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, are we making that call on his behalf if we're not showing up, or if we are showing up? I think we're making a call on scripture. I was about to say because uh, the standard the standard of, of marriage is all the way has already been there. Right, you know what I'm saying, and well. if the standard's there, I'm not gonna change it. Mm-hmm. The Lord said, "This is what marriage is. Uh, this is what I accept." So again, if I'm gonna go to a wedding, it's because it's one man and one woman. Now again, when it concerns a little, uh, the little scenario that he brought up, <laughs> there's gonna be some issues there. I got some issues there. Right, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But again, if it's if it's uh, a man and a woman, I'm going. Okay, right, right. If it's homosexual, not going, that's the not the standard. <laughs> I'm not going. For sure, for sure. <laughs> indeed, but indeed. I just, I wanted some clarity on that just to make sure that um, we are still keeping the law as it's written um, to have mercy and not in sections that we choose, but in all sections. Because oh. at the end of the day, we all belong to somebody. Even if they're choosing to do what they're choosing to do, we still have to have mercy knowing that they're doing what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I was, I, I would say that's grace. I, 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 so like I said, like I, so I'm, I'm, I'm with you, but that's so mercy is like not getting something you deserve, and that's that would be us yeah. casting judgment on them. Yeah. I think we're giving them grace now. Whether or not we give them grace, obviously, is on you. Mm. But like, in what way are you giving them grace? Because for me, it's it's like, um, of course, I I want to sustain a relationship, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if somebody's saying, "Hey, I am willingly," And unrepentantly living this way, and I don't care. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, F you, F God, whatever it be, cool. I, I get that. Yeah. But I don't think that person would even invite you to the wedding. Facts. Right? But I, th- I think that there are those who truly in their minds, whether they are deceived in themselves or deceived by the culture, deceived by circumstance, I think that that has to be considered as well. Because I think there's times when people do things and they, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I think that as people are doing stuff in ignorance, you know, I think we have to consider that as well. Yeah. Um, so I, that's why I do put a distinction between what is done un- un- unintentionally and intentionally. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I'm speaking from somebody who has no idea what that's like, right? Like that's like, I am, I don't want to say fortunate, but I'm, I'm just in a position where I've never had to deal with same-sex attraction. Yes, I've never yeah. had to deal with feeling like if I do this with this person and this is something that for me is like in my mind, I wake up and think about this or in my, in my faults, I wake up, I, I think about this, I do this thing. And it's like, dag, like then the culture's telling you this and the church is telling you this. And now we've made people out to be abominations yeah, rather yeah. than acts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so people mm-hmm. are feeling like they are the abomination. Right. And when you make a person the abomination, it's like, yo, I myself am disgusting. Yeah. Rather than the things I'm doing that separated me from God is disgusting. Yeah. Then I feel like we're doing it injustice to the scriptures. Right. Because yeah. I'm like, man, when you're like in church, right, and say you know those two people to go to your church, how do you? What's your heart posture? Just like on your spirit when you're praising and worship next to them. We like two homosexual people that go to your church. Like they're in your church right next to you. Row over. Well, if, that's if, a, if that's they're a, in your church, that means they're conformed to the community so, guidelines and the standards, right? So, they walking this thing out, or what are they? What's, what's happening? Like, they're two homosexual people in a relationship that go church. to your church. Is yeah, it a struggle or is it a walkout? They like, a relationship. By the way, this He's is a just a case scenario, right? Yeah. So I, don't, I, I, I don't know these I think, people. For sure. I think. Yeah. I, well, that's what I say. Like, like let's just, let's. So yeah. the fact that that's even happening goes to show goes to show one thing. Number one, they have the comfortability to do so. Mm. Knowing the church's stance yeah. might is, is actually in opposition, but is that something where now we are like, hey, um, you're not supposed to be in here, right? Hey, um, I, you know, I see you have a rainbow joint. I'm sorry, fam, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go. Slide, you know, right. and it's it's, it's like yeah. okay, so so now what position are we playing to now play God? Yeah, you know, exactly. and so I, I think that um, it's up to, in my opinion. Um, the, the body to make certain decisions as well, like the, yeah. the church leaders, the church elders, to be involved in certain decision makings mm-hmm. on when it comes to when somebody gets thrown out. I think somebody mm-hmm. that's non-confrontational, non-divisive, you know what I'm saying? They're not going around and um, teaching things that would be oppositional to right. the church's creeds right. Right. and the original creeds. It's like they're attending and they're, in, they're enjoying and fellowshipping and worshiping. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I, I think leave it up to the elders. And I think yeah, it's also it's also very important. Y'all remember like a it was a while ago, but there was this Facebook video where like this pastor went up to like it was a man who was dressed as a woman. Um y'all remember that video where he was like, You're not gonna be in my church, um, dressed like that. Y'all remember that video? Yeah, that's and so I, I think I think that's a very, very real depiction on how people treat things not sin. But treat things that they're uncomfortable with. Well, because that, would, that would be called a sin. That's you know, called no, no, no. But what, I'm, but, but what I'm saying, I'm not saying it's not a sin. What I'm saying is they are more comfortable with certain under the the, the knowledge of certain sins than other ones. So if you, oh, yeah. yeah. So like this is a this is clearly a man who's dressed, I don't know, in a in a dress or whatever it was. And so I think we have to also 
really hold ourselves accountable to how we are loving people when they're broken. Yeah. Because I think the even the courage it would take somebody knowing that somebody can yeah. identify their sin yeah. just off their physical appearance to then come into a church. Like the courage that takes needs to be addressed. Indeed. It needs to be acknowledged. Yeah. Okay. So I think this and maybe this is what you're trying to get yes. to, but this yes. this this comfortability we have with knowing Deacon is over here cheating on his wife and the minister of music is gay, but he on the he on the DL and he can really sing, so we're not gonna say nothing. Or we got these people in, in, in the church that's clearly on IG drunk and all kinds of stuff the night before. Right. And you then, send the news. And, and, right, send the news, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So we 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 have this comfortability as long as it doesn't affect the perception. Right. But yeah. the moment somebody encroaches on what we present. Yep. Yeah. That's when we have a problem. Yeah. And I think that is the heart of the Beatitudes is Jesus was trying to connect them to the point that what you present is not going to fool me. Right. I know your heart. Yeah. So when you look and feel or when you look and think you're already you're done because I know. So I think we have to really start realizing that our heart is really, really shown when we treat and respond to people's sin that makes us uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's like, think about, like you said, what took them to get there, right? Yeah. They could have ran into somebody at the gas station and somebody could have gave them a word and that could have changed their posture Facts. to make that U-turn to go back to the church. Yeah. And they might have to pull up in what they got until they take off what they got. You know and, what I'm saying? And, and, and the question is, where would you rather them be? Yeah. Where would you rather than be other than the, the body? And that's and that's why I was saying like that's the action that Jesus left for us to portray as yeah, he loved. That's good, bro. All right, so I think uh it's um John twelve six. This is uh talking about let's talk about this in, we have to talk about this in church today. Um but four. But Judas is to carry it one of his disciples, he who um oh, that's the parentheses, I ain't gonna do that said, why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and, give, and given to the poor? Yeah. He said this, not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and having charge of the money bag, mm -hmm. he used to help himself to what was put into it. Yeah. Yep. Now, did Jesus not know this dude was a thief the entire time he was following him? Yeah, he knew. So that means Jesus was allowing a thief to be in his presence. To, to be, be in his presence. Yeah, and follow him. Which, obviously, for me, is kind of tough, which I think it's like, it's, it's certain things you just got to discern with the spirit. Because, like, obviously, we're being encouraged by Paul. Don't even eat with such a one who is willingly out there living a lifestyle. But the, but the context in which he's saying that was an abominable sin. This is somebody who is a, uh, somebody who's sleeping with their mother. Mm -hmm. That was 1 Corinthians 5. Yeah. It's reported that one of you is out there smashing your moms. Whether stepmom, whatever. All I know is moms. You smashing your moms. Yeah. Abomination. Yeah. Right. And so then Paul's like, "Yo, don't even eat with such a one if he's in that. Purge that person out of there because that's gonna affect the little leaven gonna ruin the lump, yeah. right? And so if we look at it like that, I'm looking at it. Okay, man. For some reason, Jesus still allowed those who were actively involved in sin to still follow him. And I think it's, are you still willing to follow? You know. And for me. So it's, as somebody who's also a disciple maker, I know the people that follow me aren't flawless. I know people that follow me aren't 
have, have haven't gotten everything they've they've gotten in their minds and their hearts down and like yo I'm I, f- I fully repented for all these things. I'm, it's like, but okay, bet. Are you willing to follow and are you willing to be led? Right. And are you willing to be called out? Are you willing to continue in this, continuing in faith? You know, and I'm not gonna get rid of the point of whether or not Judas actually repented by giving the money back. But at the end of the day, I see a heart posture of obviously remorse and guilt and stuff like that. But he had an ill heart posture that wasn't new. It was something that he always had. And so for me, I'm like, I think we have to consider people's journeys and obviously know that we're not God. But if we're talking about somebody that is actively following, I think that comes with bearing people's burdens. And sometimes those burdens are burdens they're actually dealing with in real time. Facts. That's good. Yeah, that's all I had. Anybody anybody else want to come and bless the the Hasi? The Hasi? Come on, brother. What's up, man? What's going on? How you doing? What's up, G? Can't complain. But uh, my question was, this might be a real simple question, but um, how do you differentiate between, like, discernment and just your personal preference? Ooh. Great question. Fabulous question. He knew it. He knew it. He knew it. (laughs) He knew it. Yeah. So I, th- I think this man um, said it's a simple question. No, it's not. W- wisdom will be proven by her children. <laughs> wisdom will be proven by her children. Yeah. And so if you're calling it discernment, that means it is a God thing. Yeah. It's connected to a spiritual thing. Or it's, it's it will discernment in a natural sense. It's like, hey, I'm allowing logic to allow me to see what's going on and discerning that this is bound to happen because of this, this, and this, right? Um, so whether it be those things, at the end of the day, if you're right, it will be shown through the fruit. Yeah. And so um, I think in real time, uh, a lot of times on the outside, it's hard to tell. But I think that if this is somebody who has bore fruit as they discerned before, I think um, you can understand what type of produce comes from that tree. If this is somebody who bears bad fruit, and it's like, yo, I'm discerning this over your life, and it's like, eh, I don't think yeah. that's you got the wrong appointment. Somebody <laughs> else is supposed to show up right here because that ain't me, right? I, th- I think that uh, it's it's shown by the produce, and a lot of times we don't get to see fruit immediately bud, right? right? Not all fruits grow at the same speed, so I think it's something where wisdom will be proven by our children. But it's hard that's to good. say in real time, right there. You know what I'm saying? Because right. sometimes I've I've rejected words. That ended up being right, and I'm just like, oh snap! Hey, man, that, you know, that old lady was kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of cooking. Caleb, Jeff, I just saw you looking up something on your phone. I know. You know, if I'm gonna say, if I have something, I'm gonna say something. Okay, I know. <laughs> but if I don't, no. But that was uh, good though. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I'm, I don't I'm think there's that. nothing else on that one. And like relating that to the the same sex marriage thing, right? So nah. with that conviction of like, okay, like you explain, like you're with the tears of sin, right? Um. How do you, and I'm not, I'm not trying to call you out or nothing, but like, how do you like, know, like, this is just, this is literally like what I believe. And it's just like, man, I just don't, I just don't rock with that, you know? Yeah. I, well, so, so for me, I think, I think, um, like I said, my, my quick answer is a, a no, mm-hmm. you know, and I cannot, I cannot, I can't rationalize biblically or even theologically from what I understand about the scriptures to to support in a way of showing up and being there for the wedding and hearing something like 
there's anybody in opposition to this mm. and then staying silent. Mm. Right. And so that person that's my friend is putting me in a compromising position. Mm. Cause I'm bearing false witness. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And Great so point. I, I can't rationalize that in my mind for two believers or one believer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, that's, that's a tough position to be in. As I'm looking at non-believers, I'm like, okay, what does marriage even mean to you? Exactly. You know, is this just a license union? I'm saying if this is a love union, if this is something, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, all right, bet. Like, I don't, I don't hold that at the same weight because I think that Christians have a greater responsibility (laughs) to live according to what God's called us to live to. Like, like you can't look at somebody who's only known dirt and then be like, yo, you're dirty. And it's like, okay, well, you call me dirty. That's all I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, life, nigga. You as somebody that has been made clean yeah. are able to recognize that. But as the light of the world, we're called to let our light so shine before people, not on people. And so I think just being in their presence allows us to expose things. Right? In the same way, if, you, uh, one of you, if you're the safe friend around people, people going to be like, hey, man, my, I mean to curse around you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, ain't, right, I don't right. tell them to do nothing. But right. they, they feel uncomfortable yeah, 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 just yeah. by you being there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I, th- I think, I think it's, it's, it's one of those things where... Um, People knowing your position and I also think that like giving the people who are LGBTQ some credit in their knowledge of like, I don't think they would actually invite you if they feel like it'd be compromising mm-hmm. if they're truly a friend of yours. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. And so I think that there are people that know that I disagree with them, but they see my heart posture towards the LGBTQ community. And it's like, I don't hate. I don't show hate. Right. I'm, and I'm just like, look, God is saying this and this is where I'm at. You know, but that also makes me have to be consistent on how I hold other people accountable as well with their sins and not show partiality. Because just some, just because something that I may view as more disgusting as others is what I'm seeing people do commonly. Right. That's all I. I appreciate y'all. Grab this question. Has some issues with the buttons. Anybody else? The coffee got me tweaking. That little. Are we closing? That little, that little. <laughs> it's like we're, we're nah, told we, to get up we here. I mean, we closing. We still, we still got a little. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm good, bro. We still got, we still got time, bro. Y'all funny. We got plenty of time. This is funny. Hey, we started on time today, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all said we must be closing. <laughs> I'm talk to us. I'm not closing. I think two things with me, like offer up. Um, I would, I want prayer for, like, having an issue with not seeing gray, because like in situations like this, I just see black and white. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I'm saying, though, like, I think, like, some, I think sometimes that could be a problem, like where it's like oh, you just, okay. you simply. You're just, saying this is common, like through, across the board, or is it specifically this issue. I'm saying like across the board, most of the time I see it's like right or wrong. Like, I, it's hard for me to be like the middle. Yeah, because it, it it feels compromising. Correct. So yeah. when it comes down to, first of all, I'm not going. This offer it. Yeah. Um, I'm not supporting it. I, I look at, I'm gonna look at this situation, black and white, and it's like. For me, how much more disrespectful can you be in the face of God? Mm. That's more so how I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, whether people want to call it love, whatever that is that they choose to call it, um, I just think in the back of my mind, it's like, especially as a believer, like I know that this is wrong. Just like me doing something wrong, whether it be I know this wrong, I found out is find out it's wrong. Um, 
whatever the case may be, like I'm I'm gonna hold myself accountable. It's like this is foul. So I'm not gonna be it's not gonna be any different if I'm going to a same sex marriage. So if anything is like somebody first of all, I think I'm more so how streets um was saying that uh I don't even think people would invite me because they already know how I operate. Like you already know how I move. He's like, hey Tony man, uh me and my boyfriend get married. Whoa, nigga. Like, slow down. <laughs> slow down. Like slow down. Whoa, 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 whoa nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's true. It's like whoa, like I mean, who? I'm gonna always look at it like the severity of the consequence of what you're doing. I'm always gonna do that because, like, I'm I'm, I'm gonna see like, bro, like the doors that you're gonna open up when you do this. Yeah. Yeah. The spirits that you're allowing in when you do this. Yeah. The kids mm-hmm. that you're going to uh, possibly adopt yeah. that are going to fall into the same cycle. Yeah. The less kids that you're not going to just be able to make with the woman or the man that you're supposed to be with. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's, it's a continuous cycle. Yeah. So for me, it's like if I go to this wedding, I'm not breaking the cycle. I'm pushing the cycle. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm not, I can't live in that. I can't operate in that. I can't move in that. I can't agree with that. Like and 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 that's like across the board for me. So it's like for me, it's like that's why I say like it's hard for me to see like gray in any any of these situations, especially this situation for sure. It's mm-hmm. like, bro, like this is just you know, a lot of bounds. Like, nah, this ain't it. I'm, yeah, yeah I think it's. I think no, go go ahead. You had two points. Go ahead. Nah, the only thing I was gonna say is I feel the same thing. Even though with fornication, mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those. I'm not like. Wow. <laughs> when it comes down to, I'm not one of the people that look at like, oh, homosexuality and fornication is like, nah, like sin it, like they're both sin foul. They're both yeah. sexual sin. Yeah. They're both wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even like, yeah. even in my times of doing whatever, like just yeah. whatever, while and being young, being stupid, not understanding who I was, all these different things, it's like, yeah. it's wrong. Yeah. And I knew that. Every time, yeah. yeah, you get what I'm saying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, bro, I, I, I'm not for it. I don't. I was about to say, I don't. I don't think you need prayer for that because you're doing what the Bible talks about. Like we call sin what is sin. You know, what God calls sin, that's what we need to call sin. What God calls holy, that's what we need to call holy. I think the gray area would be how we navigate these spaces. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's, a, that's that's the only gray area. It's like, hey, how do I operate in this particular situation if they're answer. non-believers? Or how do I operate in a situation that they're believers? Which, with that, is you're going you gonna to operate differently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all are the world, so I'm going to respond in a way that's different from them but i'm also going to know that this is sin i'm also going to yeah i'm just going to walk in the fact that this is sin for them it's still sin but you call yourself a believer i'm going to treat you different you know i'm going to actually judge you you know and so it's it i think the gray area is how you operate in that sin you know what i'm saying yeah and i think the the beautiful part about the lord is the grace you need is what he gives you as you move through life Right. So the understanding or the gray area or whatever it is, he affords you that not based on what you do, but your heart. And so if you just gave us your heart, it's not to condemn. It's not to, you know, um, hate or anything like that. It's to uphold what the Lord has set into place. And so I think the grace is he allows you to operate in that. 
But the gray area, like Caleb said, is how do I treat this person? Because you don't, it, from just based on what you said, you don't have a contention on whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. It sounds like you have a, it sounds like it's more the gray area of how do I operate with somebody who's, who thinks like this, who, op, who acts like this, who is, that's, that's, and that's loving somebody. Thank you, Damari. That's a loving someone. How do I love someone who is in opposition to me? That is the tough part. That is the gray area that not just you, but so many other people uh, struggle with. Mm -hmm. That's not a you thing. That's a people thing. How do I love somebody who is different than me? How do I love somebody who believes differently than me? That's a love thing. That's not a you thing. So I think the humanity in, in what you're communicating is, Lord, how do I love somebody and not compromise my beliefs and, 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 and uh, devotion to you? That's the gray area. And the grace is that the Lord will allow you to operate in your convictions in such a way that does not push people away, but still upholds the values and the standards that he's called you to live by. Mm -hmm. So that's, I think the gray area is the grace. That's the grace. As you continue to live, the Lord gives you the wisdom based off your convictions um, to, 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 to figure out how to treat people in those different situations. That's good, man. I I think like that's, I think for me, like that's one of the most frightening things. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, imagine somebody having a message of urgency and it's like from what I've come from, like the way that, my mama told me, stop doing something. And she was serious about it. It's like, stop doing it, whoop your ass. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Like, and it's yeah. just, just keeping a book, right? So it's like, even mm-hmm. like with me um, saying certain things to certain people, it's like, bro, it's like, stop what you're doing because it's going to, the effect that it's going to cause. And because of maybe a position or whatever it is, it's like, I have issues, I guess, with, Trying not to push people away, but drawing them in. Mm-hmm. So I'm just yeah. saying, just thank you for that. That's that's yeah. that's far. No, that's Appreciate good. It. I was about to say. I remember. I remember hearing this podcast where this non-believer was like, he said, "If you're a Christian, and you don't tell me that," he said, "Some of the lines of like, and you don't tell me that the building that I'm in is burning," he said, "You don't love me." Interesting. You know, this was a non-believer saying this, mm-hmm. and I think we have to get to a point where, as we're having these conversations with non-believers, like we tell about the love of Jesus, but we can also talk about the wrath of Jesus at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like there really ain't no love without the sin and the wrath part of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, the gospel is not full unless you tell me about my sin, but you also taught me what Christ has done, be- even despite my sin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think we actually need more people. This is one of the things I do appreciate about you, bro, because you'd be like straight, like <laughs> straight with it. And, <laughs> yes. and that we need to, as believers, need to be more straight with it. But again, yeah. it's wrapped in love. It's wrapped in the grace and understanding that we're sinful people as well, that the Lord saved. And, hey, he can do this for you, too. You know what I'm saying? But again, with that and it's Not also, though, because you talk about, like, wrath. And I think wrath, yes. But I think, uh, and this is just the way I view it, it's more so wrath versus what I'm not getting. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong, theologians, but <laughs> um, when Jesus interacted with people, I see, I, just again, these two, hey. Um, I don't see a whole lot of don't sin or else I'll be blah, 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 mad. Or don't sin or else, you know, I'll bring down fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He heals, he meets a need, and then he gives instruction. 
So I think the approach, and again, if, even if you look at like contextually, if you compare how Jesus operated and how the Lord operated in the New Testament, there's differences. And I think there's differences because he talked about Leviticus and all the sacrifices. A big part of atonement was um, God allowing or affording a way for people to stay in, in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Because what, se- what sin does, like we were talking about, he, it separates. The moment sin entered, God had to have a different relationship physically and spiritually with, with man, with man and woman. Okay? Even with atonement. The reason why all sins could not be atoned for was because there was nothing that could satiate the wrath of God for sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I think even when we're talking about how do we portray Jesus to people, a lot of times we get in this in this mode of the wrath of God and 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 you know if you don't if you don't you know accept the Lord, you'll go to hell and this, that, and the third. That is for people who oppose the Lord. We don't want people to come out of opposition, but we want people to come in relationship. Yeah. If I'm in relationship with you, if I'm dating somebody, I don't tell them what will happen if they don't get with me. I'm showing them what's going to happen if they get with me. You're going to get a gentleman. You're going to get somebody that you can tell, testify. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Tell them. <laughs> You're going to get somebody that does all these different things. A relationship is predicated on what you get if you're with me. I don't tell you, you know, yeah, don't get, if you don't get with me, you're going to deal with all the mother niggas and this, that, and the third. I'm not saying that. I don't care about other niggas when we, no, I'm not worried about that. What you need to be realizing is what happens when you come in relationship with me. You are made whole. You are now mine. I now and go prepare a place for you in my father's house. What place does a slave have in a house, but a son has one forever? So these are things you get when you come in relationship. The crazy thing about it is what Caleb was talking about is people want to come in relationship and not adhere to the boundaries. We talk more about wrath, but we don't talk about boundaries. The boundaries of this relationship calls for certain things. So I think if you introduce it as, a, you know, and, and it's, it's minute and it's like, presentation but i think it's impactful in the difference so i think if you present it in that context i think it bears a little bit more weight as opposed to scaring people into fire and brimstone you don't want to burn a hill yeah. which i don't i know that's not what you were no, saying no 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 for but, sure but for sure for that, sure that is a commonality yeah not here. at all that's yeah. common that's very common no it really is now I, I truly agree with that i think the the slight pushback because i'm here for all that i'm here for all that but my thing is this if I were to tell you that you need to go to the hospital without telling you that you're going to bleed out if you don't, yeah. it's going to be a problem. You For know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, And so I'm like, so I, I, would, I would say all of those things, but understand it's like, so for instance, uh, I'm, I'm sharing a gospel with you and I'm just like, man, like Christ died for you. That's cool. But why okay. did he die, Caleb? But, but why did he die? Yeah. Because um, he loves you. But why does he That's, love me, Caleb? That's, That's cool. cool. You know I, what I'm saying? It's just I like deserve love. Well, we're we're sinful people. Okay. okay. Tell the gospel. That's it. Let's get it. Yeah. And then it's just like, it, it, but it, there, there, there's no consequences to that. You know what I'm saying? Which again, me knowing the consequence actually makes the love of God so much brighter. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the the bad news makes the good news gooder. <laughs> For those who you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <Say gooder. laughs> 
<laughs> and so for me, I'm like, man, like I think sharing it like you did, you know what I'm saying? Talking about this love of Christ. Here's what you get. You get this hope, this everlasting joy, salvation that is found in Christ Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And we, but we are free from the wrath that we actually deserved. Like that's like, oh snap. Okay. But but you know what happens when you, sh- at least in my experience, people ask, well, why do I need that? Mm-hmm. Glad you asked. <laughs> and For then, sure. you, know, you know what I'm saying? But but I, I think you're you're completely right. For sure. I, no, I think it's you 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 definitely don't want to skip out. For sure. But I think there's a balance that is often struggled with when yeah. you walk when you walk that line of what to share, how much to share. Um, and I think if you I think just shifting the approach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Cause I think there's people on one side that's just like the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus, the love of Jesus with no wrath or right, no right, consequences. Right. Then you got the people that's like, wrath, 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 consequences. It's Fire like, no, brimstone. there's no resurrection here, bro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's sounds- just like, it's like, nah, like, let's, let's talk about both of these things. And they're both wrapped in so much love. So, yeah. Jesus sounds hot. <laughs> On one side, he really do. Temperature side. You know what I'm saying? You, but uh, yeah. What else you got, bro? That's it? Nah, y'all fine. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, uh, I, 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 I don't see the... The need to play pray for your gray, I think that it's really just you know if somebody's black and white and still has a heart posture to empathize, that's um, that's that's a win for me. You know if it's like black and white and what they say goes rather than looking at scriptures like you know what I'm I'm, I'm still understanding what who God is and how He's treated me, mm-hmm. you know, and then treating people in that way, then I think that's always a win. So like, you know, I mean, I, I think that all of it is necessary. Because it leads to great discussion. It leads to yeah, discussion. Facts. So, yeah, I, where I'm at now, I'm just naturally a lot of gray. But I don't think that I'm encouraging other people to also be in that place. For I just sure. ask yeah. questions. Yeah, for sure. So, they black and white, bro. That's good. Appreciate <laughs> you, Later, man. Love you too. Anybody brother. else? Come. Anybody want to come grace the hot seat? <laughs> Somebody's definitely coming up. It shuts off now. I guess oh, so. Oh, you muted. Oh, you, you cut it down. No, 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 no. He. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, you created another one with a snippet of prey. No, I'm You ain't been slick today, nigga. Not at all. Go ahead. Hello. Um. So I was having sidebar conversations uh, with my friends, um, and I wanted to know because we just got on this topic about like you know grace and how you communicate, how you love on um. I guess non-believers and just navigating like certain um, environments. And so I was telling them about like how I have a coworker who um, is gay, right? And um, she's allowed me to love on her and just, she's just very vulnerable. Like, you know, when she's going through family things, she'll come and she'll tell me, she'll allow me to pray for her and stuff like that. And she'll communicate like, you know, she still believe in the spirits and stuff like that. And I'd be like, yeah, I don't fool with that, but like, amen. Um, so we have like this relationship where it's like she's allowed me to like witness to her in certain aspects, but there are certain parts of the conversation where like she'll communicate like about her girlfriend or she'll like tell me about like their plans and stuff like that. And I just be like, oh, like, like I was here until we started going there. Mm. Um, and mm. so I guess I want to know how to still be firm in what I believe, but also not ruin my witness with her because I do believe like God has like, um, 
allowed us to bridge a relationship by just allowing me to be there for her and encourage her. Like, you know, and she has really come out of her shell, like, a whole lot um, in the workplace and stuff like that. So I just want to know how you guys would, like, navigate that. Yeah, I think I think it was look at scriptures uh, as life and death and not just looking at it from a spiritual perspective, but also by obeying God's commands, you're preserving life, right? Um, I'm not surprised when, for example, other battle rappers hit me up and it's like, man, how do I do this? How do I, how do I orchestrate this bar? And it's like, yo, I don't rap nothing like you. But for some reason, you're seeing the quality of what is being produced on this side and you're needing advice. Same thing can happen in marriage or relationships. There are those from other religions may hit, hit you up and see how you're operating in your relationship. And it's like, yo, man, I'm going through this, this, and this. Can you help me out? Yeah. And good. they'll be the one you call. Yeah. You know, that, oh, you'll be the one that, that, that is called. Even though from a doctrinal standpoint, from a theological standpoint, from a concept of even understanding that there is a God, for some reason you're seeing the fruits of what is produced through following the scriptures and you're wanting advice. Right, I think that if we look at the scriptures as producing life and just by following and abiding in him, we're preserving our lives, honoring our parents, yeah, we're yeah. preserving our lives. Like that's literal. And so I think that just by not being ashamed or not being shamed away from just following the scriptures, mm-hmm. you know, and then by doing so, um, you're not the one judging them. Yeah. yeah. God is. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I, think, I think that's important to delineate that like, you don't have to have the pressure of being judged. You never were supposed to. Yeah. It's a non-believer, then that's something between him and, like, him and God, her and God. Right. They and God, whatever it may be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that's important because as we, as we are operating in the world, um, the fact that there is a friendship there, they're seeing value in your humanity. Right. And one thing that they will always have is the Imago Dei image of God. They're also an image bearer of the most high God, Yahweh. And so based on that, their value is immense. It's innumerable. And so if I'm seeing that, whether or not you live life the way I do, whether or not you obey God, whether or not you even acknowledge there is a God, I know that if I continue to live how I'm living and love as the foundation of the commands, then I'm going to allow life to be what is produced in all of my interactions. Yeah, I think that that's that's fire, that's and I think also just sometimes we just gotta remember like we just gotta treat people just with a certain level of honor and respect. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes it gets we try to make it a little too complicated. Okay. Like if this person is coming to you, like he said, they see some value in you, and your relationship to them does not have to equate to uh, conversion. Just because somebody is in a relationship with you doesn't mean that they're going to completely turn away from sin. That could be a step that they need. Your relationship could be a pivotal step that they need to get back on, on, on the straight and narrow. So I think sometimes it's just as simple as allowing and opening yourself up to be what people are expressing that they need from you. So if this, if this is a relationship where she... Tells you know she gay. You know she like women. For sure. Don't I flinch. Her, I know her girlfriend. Don't yeah. For you sure. know so you know her girlfriend. Don't flinch. Just my girlfriend. Bet that's this where we're going today. Yeah, cool. Like 
allow them to open up because yeah. the more like the more they come in yeah. the yeah. more they come in yeah. that is where real revelation begins to come yeah. and it does it, I mean for real stop putting the weight of conversion and holiness on your interactions with people you're not going to change somebody just off of one conversation yeah. that is not evangelism that's not it evangelism is going out spreading the word uh, that that conversion, mm-hmm. uh, uh, seed planting, all that watering, whatever terminology you want to use, that is something completely different that sometimes takes years, decades. Right. Yeah. I'm not responsible for the harvest. You're you. not. Amen. So allow that relationship, allow her to pull from that, that well as much as she needs it. And your job is to make sure every day you go in there, you are filled up with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That's good. That's some good That's advice. That's good. Okay. Now... <clears throat> so she also I don't, she identifies as they them huh <laughs> where they at though what was it okay hey we're not doing that y'all keep going yes so there are many times where I'll be like Girl, blah, blah, blah. Or I'd be like, she, because I mean, we work with children and I try to communicate as simply as possible because they are between five and 12. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not trying to confuse them, nor am I trying to confuse myself. Amen. Right. So um, there are times where I will refer to her um, and I find myself like stumbling because she will say, Simone, you forgot. They, them, they, them. And I'll be like, um, I don't really like and it's just again like I Mm -hmm. want to be able to love her Mm -hmm. the way that Christ loves me amen but Mm -hmm. I also don't want to enable or endorse their identity when I know that she is I was about to say yes just say your name I was yeah just say your name but there are times where I'll be like explaining instructions like to the children and I'll be like she said blah 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 or they the yeah yeah yeah, you might have to just train. Yeah, I was about to say that's Practice? the. Is yeah, you might as well train is? yourself to say oh, okay. Miss So and So or yeah, Miss Miss yeah. So and So. I don't wow. know. I don't know. Wow, it's okay. That was that was literally what you I was gonna say. Yeah. You you say the name, and I think. <laughs> I think yeah yeah. I think in in saying the name, it keeps the relationship yeah. where you want it to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, it holds you. It holds you to the truth of what this is. Because I'll be honest with you. If somebody be like, hey, Caleb, call me they. I'm, I'm not doing it. There's only one of you, first of all. Yeah. You know, and then. Oh, and then. Or go. it's like. All right. Or if it's like you're you're a man. It's like, no, nah, I'm a she. No, you're not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call all you. Right. Well, we're going to. If your name is Ashley, I'll call you Ashley. This Whatever your name is, that's what I'm calling. You right. know, but when it concerns the pronouns changing and all that, I'm not. We ain't on that. So I, th- I think if, if, we're, if we're dressing it like this. Um, this is tough. Like, I don't know. I, I hear y'all, but, like, it's, I, th- I think it has to have more grace, man. Because if we're, if we're gender dysphoria is, is, is recognized a as a mental a health thing. disorder. Yeah. For sure. And so if it's a mental health disorder, if somebody's anorexic and telling you I'm, I'm fat, you know, be like, man, you, you skinny. Like, you skinny. Quit tripping. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't even mentally take that stance. It's like, right. man, I'm seeing the... Where you're mentally, 
not lining up with where you are physically. Mm -hmm. And this is something that's confirmed by what we're calling science nowadays. So if that's the case, then there should be grace and even understanding that this is something beyond you. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so if it is beyond them, you know what I'm saying? Like, like whether or not it is their identity, I think whether, like whether or not we get the, the, the term right, I think we should get the heart right in approaching understanding where they're at and showing empathy to actually grace with them in the midst of them having a dysphoria. You said nothing. I don't disagree. I, I, I agree with all that. I heard it. It's just, you know, it sounds like, you just sound like you're gonna it's call a little them. more intense. I said, I'm going to call them by their name. For sure. Okay. Yeah, just I'm not going to call them nothing else outside of that. It came off yeah. differently. Right? No, no, no. Different. If they were to ask me, hey, call me this, I'm going to verbally say, I will call you by your first name. And if we need to have a discussion of why, I will share why. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, even, uh, even that response is yeah. it's one of those things like, it's like, hey, if, if, hey. if somebody interested is like, hey, just, 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 if, am I not fat? It's like, look, man, like, like you're not going to say, yo, I'm going to call you what you are. You are No, no, no. There's going to be grace actually, in the conversation. You are malnourished. I'm just, I'm just letting you know, you know I'm where saying? I'm at. I, I'm, there's, a, there's always sure, grace but, yeah, in the conversation and how I like, share it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and maybe, how maybe I in real time it would be a different conversation because you're actually in front of that person and seeing the... Yeah, in real time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm just letting y'all know where I stand. For, I mean, y'all know. I get it. We knew. I hope huh, they'll be able to get your heart. I don't want your heart to be misinterpreted as you're communicating what you didn't want them to get. Right now, we is wanting... You gonna call him a she? You no, he ain't. I'm a he. To <laughs> make sure your heart get communicated to them correctly. Yeah, in the conversation as I'm yeah. talking to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But amongst he, he, her, and I'm them, saying because it's on. It's going and on them, the it's going on the internet. I think it's good practice and, to practice even in the private. Yeah. <laughs> it's going on the internet, my nigga. I think it's good so. practice to practice in the private. No, I've already had these conversations. That's why. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And sure. so, and okay. then we're still cool for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's tougher for me because I, I understand. Like, I have the um, all of my LGBTQ friends are either like, "Hey, you can call me whatever," or the the men that identify as he's and the women identify as she. So it's like it's one of those things where I, I haven't had to deal with any they's mm-hmm. um, yeah. on, a, on, yeah. a, on at mass or even like in, in personal friendships. Yeah, yeah. So it's not something I. But if you work in the education system, I understand like that's something yeah. you shouldn't come across commonly because yeah. super um, common, the. Just the, the people identifying outside of heterosexuality is at a skyrocketed rate within America. So, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, this is something that we, if we're in this land and we are choosing to be in this land, because everybody's choosing to be here. You can leave yeah. if you want to. You're choosing to be here. At this you point, have a lot we, of yeah, here, we chose. For sure. Right? Yeah. And so, like, and, and I, 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 I say that also to say. <laughs> at this point, we chose. Like, this is, like, even as we're having this conversation, it's in a place that has the ability and legalizes this. Yeah. And so, like. Like, obviously, this would be a whole different conversation in certain parts of Africa, certain parts of Sudan. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it wouldn't even be a conversation like, hey, would you sneak and have this wedding? Would you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, I'm not finna. Like, we're obeying the law of the land by doing so. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, all right, we're following the law of the land, and we're not offending the law, but are we offending God? I think that's a whole different question. For sure. So, yeah. Um, yeah. like, because I, I, the reason I say that is because there, ha- there have been conversations I have with people, like, where they're like, oh, man, I hate how, um, I think it was the Congo or um, uh, not Haiti, it was Congo or um, Libya, might be Libya, and they, they basically made it illegal to... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, to the point of death. Same sexual... Uh, no, it's ex- exile. No, I, 
I, I, it was exile, bro. I, I from what I understood and from what I saw from the president, okay. maybe we want to talk about different states. We maybe we, we possibly could, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was from what phone. I saw it was exile for sure. And like people were like, "Man, this is." And people from America were like, "Yo, this is wrong. Like you're 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 not giving them the rights." It's like they can have their rights, just not here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like they're, yeah. they're free to go where they want, just not here. You know what I'm sure. saying? And it's like, yo, the majority of the population is like, yeah, we're with that for sure. Yeah. 99, sure. 98%. And it's yeah. like, if everyone here is saying that, then that's, but we are in a yeah. place where majority or minority, this is law here. And so our law is freedom yeah. of yeah. expression. You know? And, yeah. you know, yeah. whether that's a benefit or a, you know, or a detriment, wisdom will be shown by our children. For sure. So, um, yeah, I got a, I got a coworker that's, they, them, I just call her by name. Absolutely. All the time. For sure. I love her to death. For sure. What if they identify as another student? I know. Huh? Yeah. What if they Identify. I ain't tripping on names. Yeah, it's not that. I'm gonna call him. Samantha. Cool. I'm gonna call him Sarah. I call him Sarah. I call, call him Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. You know how many? I've met one guy named Ashley. Yeah. I don't know, man. For, for I, me, it's, it's like I call him Ashley. I, the reason I do that is because, like, for me, I'm like, man, like, I, I'll even ask what your name means. Yeah, you understand what your name means? You know what I'm saying, like, oh snap, your name means joy. Your name means light. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm calling you light. I'm not tripping off that. Yeah. Not everybody got the name, like, you know what I'm saying? Like people in Hosea. It's like <laughs> abandonment and uh, you know what I'm saying, not yeah. my people. Yeah. Not everybody got those names. So like if you have a name, it's like, yo, I'd rather identify you by what your the meaning of yeah. how 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 however you yourself or however like for example, I got a friend, um, her name was something else, and now she goes by beloved. Like it took me a year, but like I would always even like as I'm saying original name I'm like my, my bad beloved you know what I'm saying and like I I train my mind to do that now like it's like it's second nature now you know what I'm saying even though back in my mind like I still slip up you know what I'm saying sometimes especially when I'm yelling at her it's like yo <laughs> but beloved is typically like where it's like where it's at because that's she identifies that as now you know what I'm saying she identifies herself as that and so I'm like this is the name you're wanting the, the name beloved has no negative connotation to it so yeah. sure why not Yeah. What do you mean? Somebody in the audience said, "Where do the kids come into play?" So if mean? the kid is identifying as she, they, they. sure. How old are these kids? Five to twelve. Five, Five to twelve. Yes. What do the kids call her? Um, Does she like teach them to call her that? That's that's um, where I was about to go. They call her by her name. Okay. Um, it's better than Miss. Right. They call her by her name. Yeah. And it's just, it's just me real recognizing, like, I stumble over that. Like, you know, I yeah. literally try. Oh, my gosh. I had a, such an embarrassing moment. But it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I think today, like, I understand, like, how to give advice and counsel and stuff like that. Like, ultimately, when I do and they come to me, I'm just like, okay, well, do you want to honor God or do you want to do your own thing? Because if you want to know what the Bible says, I can show you that. But, like, you don't need me to tell you how to but I just I want to learn how to navigate that and make sure that I'm still being respectful and loving and still honoring what I value and what I believe that's all yeah I mean if as long as if you're not intentionally you know calling her something that she doesn't want to be called Mm -hmm. it's it's an adjustment right yeah and I think the 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 beautiful part about that is you're trying and she needs to recognize that right yeah but I think the other part of it is like we shouldn't be intentionally alienating people because of our beliefs. Right. I don't think that's, yeah, I, I wouldn't get with that, right? You can you can stand on truth um, 
<clears throat> and still interact with people who may not agree or choose to live differently. Right. But you shouldn't be at opposition with everybody just because you don't believe, you know, just because they don't believe what you believe. Right. At that point, you're not useful because Correct. you're supposed to Speaking be in Pharisee. the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if people don't want to be around you, what use are you? What good are you? You know what I'm saying? So, and I, th- I, think, I think a lot of times most Christians that I know don't, like, a lot of them don't even interact with. Facts. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think the only interaction or the only portrayal of that they see is from social media. Yeah. Bro, most yeah. LGBTQ like people ain't here being non-gracious. Right. That's yeah. not That's facts, not the majority facts. of them. Like, right. they, right. they understand yeah. culture. Right. Yeah. They're like, right. like, yeah, hey, fam, I don't, I, I prefer not that. You know what I'm saying? And they're, they're usually pretty patient. In my experience, they've been pretty patient, like, even understanding the Nine times out of ten, they probably laugh it off, like, hey, man, by the way, it's you know, X, Y, Z. But, but they also, but, and even the laugh could be come through pain, but at the end of the day, yeah, they, yeah, they're yeah, understanding sure. culture in the midst of that. Right, yeah. I think right. that's, that's more common than it is to, to see somebody, see, they just misgendered me. See, look at that. Hate. And it's like, <laughs> I've seen that on the internet. I've never seen it in person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, I don't think that's as common as the Christian is making it because the Christian isn't even making friends with the opposite. Right. And you also got to be be, be aware of narratives too. Like, this, (sighs) dang. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to go there. Uh, This idea, right, that the LGBTQ AI plus community is coming in the middle of the night, stealing the children, and indoctrinating kids. It's just not, bro. It's not a thing, bro. Like, like, let's let's relax, okay? Like, we're not, we're not. That's not what we're really fighting against, man. Like, that's a narrative, that's a political narrative that's being pushed really heavily. Um, And so, like, I I also want to make sure, like, we're we're, we address that because, and not to be insensitive to your question about what about the kids, um, but like, honestly, what about the kids when they're quoting? All these different rap artists, right? Not what about really. the kids when they're scrolling on TikTok all day and they're not being stimulated the right way and they're looking at things they shouldn't be? What about the kids when your son is watching all these different things on, on, on the internet? Like, we gotta, if that's how you're gonna be, apply what about the kids to everything. Yeah, and right? you, you can't be offended when the world does what the world does. Exactly. As, as far as like the US, right? Like, I remember right. I, saw, I saw like this uh, Christian content creator get upset. He was like, man, they, uh, like we 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 were trying to get these these sexualized books out of the schools, and it's like, oh, we finally removed them, and then they removed the Bible, and he got offended, and it's like, you must not have read Song of Solomon, yeah. <laughs> for real, because it's a and so for me, I'm like, I'm like, sure, if if I get it, and obviously we're not in we're not in the Christian nation as much as we want to say it, and so if we're not in the Christian nation, and they're doing things to basically accommodate all people in all cultures, right. while also right. keeping Christians in mind, while also right. keeping LGBTQ in mind, while also it's like, yo, it seems to be who's the most offended, and right now the most offended is the people saying that are most offended, yeah, and Christians are like, yo, like, man, you know, we it's like. Really, are we being persecuted? Right. Think about it. Oh, no. And so no. these people, like, like literally, Not like their their pain is being uh, uh, desensitized and being driven down to the point where I'm seeing America make accommodations for them to compensate for the pain that they're receiving. And right. so I'm just like. That's that's I feel like in a nation like this that's not God centered, that's natural. It's gonna happen. Yeah. You're gonna find ways to please everybody. Right. And so right. as we look at laws that are happening, yo, cool. 
vote your vote your local mayor in, vote your local representatives in. So possibly that you can have your thoughts and stuff like that be portrayed in how the voting system goes and who's getting what and what's going on in the school system. But when you take an L, understand you took an L in a place that's guaranteed to give you L's. Yeah. And you know, the 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 concept of this being the land of the free and the home of the brave was only really meant for specific people, guys. True. So But now it applies to all people. Allegedly. <laughs> Ooh, who ain't free? I mean That's a whole nother podcast. That's a whole, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. That's yeah, a, yeah. Not at the who end. Ain't free? Hey, not yeah, at the yeah, end. Not at the end. Not at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Why you always be trying to get me turned up at the end? Are you oppressed? <laughs> I have been oppressed by the systems and the and the and the constructs that have been constructed in this construction of racism. Give me my button, brother. What are you talking about? Uh, what are you talking about? That was good one. That was good one. That was good. Yeah, yeah. So, you better say something, Chase. You 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 got the you got the boost got any, up. We got anybody else? If you gotta say if you say something, you gotta come up to the mic. <laughs> this is come you, on. bro. Come on. <laughs> Okay. I saw it. I you saw next. The- you next. Come on, Chase. Okay. Come indeed. on, Chase. Um, Who else we got? I. Is she I, leaving? I, I'll say I don't really have a she question or topic to talk about, but your thoughts. I'll say just to encourage y'all as good friends of mine. Um, it is like this topic is something that really hits home for me right now, mm-hmm. and that. I've had to put a lot of thought into over the mm. last three to four years. Um, and so I'll give a big credit to to Tim Keller, John Piper, um, the pastor at my church, Landon Shot at Mercy Culture in Fort Worth. Um, and another book that was really good called uh, Messy Grace. I can't remember the name of the author, but my therapist suggested that I read that also. Shout out to my therapist. Um, For real. And in it, that's helped me in this topic. The biggest thing that I took from that book was be willing to sit in the tension of grace and truth. And the fact that there's going to be a lot of situations that I'm not going to know what to do, and yet I shouldn't hold myself to a perfect standard. Um, and even towards y'all in this is like, as people who are teachers in this way, even though we're just having conversations, just like we do on our podcast, um, to encourage you, cause this has been, meant a lot to me. Like the Lord as a teacher holds you to a higher standard, but he doesn't hold you to a perfect standard. Yeah. And so in it, um, if at any point y'all ever feel pressure to like, I have to get this right obviously don't intentionally go out there and just say lies. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there is a, um, I think, a honesty that community and relationship and that the Lord invites us into whenever you're talking about this of saying, hey, I'm not sure about this right now. Mm-hmm. Like, here's my thoughts on this. But at the same time, whoever, us in the crowd, me, whatever, like, talk to the Lord about this. Seek his heart on it and see what his word says. Like, don't take it for me. Um, but to encourage y'all, um, because this hits home a lot for me right now and I've, I'm in honesty about to make a decision relative to this question that is going to define my life and impact the rest of my life. Um, 
I, uh, I appreciate y'all's thoughts on this um, and the, the willingness to wrestle with this because that's also something that is a beautiful thing that I've been leaning into over the last few years where Israel means those who wrestle with the Lord. And sometimes that's a negative <laughs> connotation. But sometimes there's a beauty in the wrestling with the Lord, and the Lord is not afraid of us doing that. And he wants us to sit with things rather than blindly accept things as a robot. Um, and so in me and us wrestling in this, um, yeah, I really feel the pleasure of the Lord um, in this and on y'all. And, um, and yeah, it's encouraging to know that um, I am not the only one who's who has um this understanding of the bible and sees truth um but that's also trying to find the right methodology of how to of how to live this out um and how to walk this out so um yeah yeah love y'all boys yes sir last one yeah we got one more talk to us Okay, I only was here for a second, I heard a little bit, but from what I heard, it was so interesting because actually today in church, this was a topic, so mm. it's just so fresh on my spirit. Wait, your, your church talked about this? Well, talked about the LGBTQ community. Wow. Today. Um, so it was... I'm intrigued. It was this topic. Um, we were actually doing our communion service, and it was... Um, the topic was basically about what the movement they were they were specifically talking about um in the transgender space because a lot of people i've what i've known is that a lot of people don't people who are gay they don't really understand or a lot of people have different beliefs about the transgender side and a lot of people are separating from those two things because it's like very different and it's very different types of things. There's a lot of people who are gay and they don't identify with they, them pronouns or things of that nature or anything of they, they identify with their pronouns. So something that we were watching that was very interesting was basically how, um, and going back to the kid topic, yes, I believe that, and I have such a heart for the LGBT community, honestly, like such a heart for them because Spiritually, you can see how lost they are. And you can see that there are, there's pieces that are deeply rooted in just hurt of wanting certain accept, just acceptance because it can be sim something as little as just a desire that we have. You know, we have desire in a sense where we, it can be a heterosexual, I guess, lust in a sense that we could our flesh could want to give in to, but theirs is a lot different, and it's almost like they can't, they have to fight against it, in a sense. So it's almost like always being told over and over again that this strong passion that you have is, I see this, I don't, I don't like my, the same sex, but I'm being told this is wrong, but this is what I am attracted to, and it can be very confusing after a while, and it can, I can understand what it feels like being in that all the time. So a lot of my friends too who are in the LGBT community, I really try to empathize with them, but like you, like you said, going back to the boundaries part, 
it's really good to emphasize the love piece to the LGBT community, the love of Christ, the love of God, because a lot of them see their relationship with God as simply more of like what this person has presented to me. So if they're coming to you and they're saying, you know, you've presented God in this light, in this way, hateful, rude, this way, I don't want your God, I don't want anything to do with him because this is what's been consistent and I don't see anything that's loving from you. So something as simple as just reiterating God's love to the LGBT community, I've seen has done a lot, especially when it comes to the communication part about talking about Christ. I've seen people's hearts soften in a conversation immediately and become receptive to the word just by reiterating the love of God to them. But going back to the kid thing, what they were saying in this um, specific video was basically how in this movement, a lot of doctors are going into these, um, these hospitals and they are, they are allowing the kids to kind of live in a delusion because it's profitable. And they basically said in the background that a lot of even governed the government is behind a lot of these things. Huge corporations, Disney, Nickelodeon, stuff of that nature are pushing this type of agenda on young kids because it brings a lot of money and um, it's just going to keep, it, it feeds the whole, f you know, pharmaceutical companies, things of that nature outside of just like so many more companies. But it's just a, um, it's literally, and parents describe it as propaganda. And a lot of these parents or even people, they even gave um, their own testimonies of their experiences going through these transitions. And they come out at the end and they're just like, I, here I am, 30 something plus years old, or even people who are in their 50s saying this is the worst decision I ever made in my life because I didn't have my parents tell me that this was wrong or that I shouldn't do this because someone was telling me that this is okay to live this way, that this was fine, but they, they, they profited off my adolescence, my ignorance, and I was stripped away from having a life having a family, having these things that I, that I dreamed of. And I think with Christ, us Christians, it's a lot deeper than just having a, a conversation one-on-one -on -one with this group. It's about spiritual things and understanding that everything in life is spiritual and we have to attack it in the spirit. Because a lot of these people, I mean, these kids are literally losing their lives. And it, it breaks my heart to see it because no one, there's no direction and people are allowing these kids to live in this mindset. And this one um, specific girl, she said, a lot of my issues came from my disorder. She had bipo bipolar, um, bipolar personality disorder. And my doctor was aware of that, but they still allowed me to go through with my transition because like I said, it was feeding their pockets. But this was my issue first. If they would have treated my mental health issues, I wouldn't have gone through with this transition. And now that she's much older, she's able to see what happened. She goes back and she's like, I can't even have children. These things can't, I can't even do these things anymore. I hate my body. 
and it started with body, dysfor- um, body dysphoria, things of that nature. I just didn't like how I looked. And then I'm being told by my doctors that in order for me, for this feeling to go away from me, I have to make a transition. Doctors are telling kids this. There's people, there's people going into preschools. There's a chart. A chart, and it literally says um, right in the middle, it was, um, it was like basically allowing kids to pick different things about, their, about themselves. And right in the center said sexual orientation. In a preschool, what does a child know about sexual orientation? Nothing. Nothing. They don't even know how to count. None of them, they can't even use the bathroom by themselves. And you're telling them that they can make a decision like changing their bodies? You know, I, excuse me, like I said, I'm passionate because I'm very passionate about this topic. But it's, 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 I think it's way deeper, way deeper psychologically than what people think that it is. And you see that spirit of confusion on that group of people. And I know that's a bold thing to say, but like I said, I, it's my heart's passion for everyone to know God for it to know the Father in, in its fullness and, and get to know him as an individual. And regardless of whatever that takes, it, it, it has to be shown and people have to have the knowledge on how to and be led by the spirit to deal with the LGBT community because they're people at the end of the day and they're God's children. And you can't be scared to communicate with them because they're people, they're souls at the end of the day. And they deserve they deserve to have a relationship with Christ. They, they must. It's imperative. But that's all I wanted to say. Thanks. Appreciate you. Thank you. All, right. all right. Before we close, y'all, well, y'all, y'all got any lasting thoughts? I mean, uh, I whether or not somebody deserves something. But um, I, I think uh, I had to use the sermon on that one too. But Yeah. Wait, um, appreciate that. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's just one of those things where I am no longer surprised on what happens in America. And I think that as time goes on, these are things that we will study within the next 50 to 100 years and um, recognize whether or not it was a net positive for the society. Um, But to think that we're striving for net positive for Christ in America... It's just, I don't know. I think that's really just the delusion. It's like, yo, this is not a Christian nation. No matter how much we want to try to make it that, it's not. And so instead of trying to make it that, I think understanding that the culture is going to do what the culture does. And if it's too much to handle, there's other places you can live, you know. Um, So I think that because we're in this free nation, free of thought, free where anybody can be anything and do anything, um, I, I think that understanding that there are those who are confused and there are those who just give themselves away to whatever they want to believe and whatever they want to do. And they have the complete right to do so. And I can't stop you from doing anything. So, like, you're not bothering me. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is something in your own heart and your own convictions. Live your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something I'm going to have to answer for for you. That's something you have to answer for with God. And that's with any decision we're outside and inside of LGBTQ. It's like any decision you make. I'm saying that's something you got to answer for, but that's all I had. Caleb? You got anything, Caleb? Nope. All right. Well, I'm going to pray this out. This is, yeah. So, yeah, bow your heads. Take your personal posture of prayer. The saints would say.
Lord, we are just extremely grateful for the gift of fellowship, for the gift of community, uh, for the blessing of edifying conversation, Lord. Um, we ask that far past today, um, that this conversation would um, hopefully bring, bring some clarity to um, someone out there that's confused, um, that it would be a spark um, to ignite other conversations and bring people closer together, Lord. Um, we pray against division um, in all forms. We pray against disunity in all of, in all of its faces and whatever it may look like, God. Um, and we ask that you continue to make yourself known through your people, Lord. I pray that um, you would use not just this podcast, but this community uh, to be a light, to be an example to all those who would encounter each and every one of us, um, that there is a God out there um, that who, who is not just in control, but who is seeking after his people, who is loving on his people, who is active and alive. Um, and so we thank you, Lord. We love you. Um, I pray safety over everyone as they travel home. Um, I pray rest um, as they all prepare for their weeks. Um, and I pray, Lord, that we will continue to grow closer to you every day. Always as we pray in your name. Amen. This has been another episode of Black Men Do Talk, where we have overdue conversations from a black man's perspective. That's Caleb, that's Mitch, that's Trey. Shout out to the live studio audience. We appreciate y'all for pulling up. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Have some conversations with people, man. Get to know somebody, man. Love on people, man. Live studio audience. Mitch, want y'all to make some noise. You only stay because he called your name. And you only pray because he's awesome. There we go. There we go. Seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. We're going for eight next week. All right, man. Y'all be easy. You should just be tossed away. Hey, you only stay because he called your name. Hey, you only stay because he called your name.